Well, ho- hello, everyone. This is Patrick Byrne with a carrot in my mouth. <laughs> Welcome to the George Says Show. Oh, well, I was going to say okay. Patrick Byrne Show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. So um, we should talk about election fraud, Patrick. We should totally talk about election fraud. So we're not going to be seeing ourselves because then we can't see their chat. Okay, so let's see so their let's chat. So let's see their chat. Let hey, guys. Chat. I will never comply. Thank you. Hey, Patrick. Hello. Hey. <laughs> Southwest Tell Florida. Some good news. They want some good news, Patrick. Mm. I mean, how are you going to give them good news when my defamation suit was thrown out on procedural? Now I have to refile again. In Colorado, well, listen, we're we are, yeah, we are closing in from all sides. Oh, we're on that yeah, big a that's delay. A delay. Boy, that's See? quite a big delay. I know. Uh, we might as well not even look at ourselves. <laughs> we are closing in from all sides, and. Uh, not every, but not everything's going to work, but we have all kinds of cases coming at them, gumming them up. It was a little bit like the pawn advance. If you play chess, pawn advance, when I play stronger players in chess, I often use a technique called the pawn advance where you just, it's not a lot of risal dazzle. You're just, when you have a free, usually you, you castle to one side, then the pawns on that side. When you have a moment, when you have a move, you can waste, you inch one forward and such. The other player, who knows he's much bigger than you, much more powerful and so on and so forth, he's got his big schemes. But before he knows it, he notices his pawns just start kind of entangling and entangling up his schemes. And he doesn't have to give him much mind, but it's just always a surprise to them when the pawn advance turns out to really conquer much much more powerful and better players with much more sophisticated schemes. They get kind of, it tangles them up is what it does. When the little guys. And when, and our, yeah, and our little guys are tangling them up. They're getting tangled up. And they're not all going to win and you lose some pawns. Some things, your case got thrown out on what sounded. It was a cop out. So was the argument that, that Dominion did not have enough contact? In yeah, Tennessee? in Tennessee. That was the argument. Do they sell so any computers in Tennessee? They have a contract in that county for, you know, um, election machines. I think That's it was odd. just, I know. That's not sufficient. Usually, like, if you send a letter with a, you know, with a postmark from that state, that's enough to yeah, say. Yeah, and then they said Media Matters didn't because even though they accept donations from that state. That's not enough? Uh, no, it was enough. And we had a bunch of people that donated right before the case and that wasn't enough either. So, um, so it was called jurisdiction. So they always find an excuse, but the good thing is, you know, it's without prejudice. And the judge was like, look, just take it to a venue where there's jurisdiction. And it's like, but there was jurisdiction here. The thing with the Ali Akbar thing is though, I still get default judgment because he wasn't included in that. And the thing is, default judgment look like, uh, I don't know of 1.7 billion that I'm asking for. Like, what am I going to do? I, it's 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 not about the money. It's about having my day in court, you right. know, and and clearing my name. I think that's that's fair. Um, Only so, fair. These people are making public assertions about you. Yeah, I know, but they make them about you too. Do they? What do they say? I don't know. In general, a lot of people make a public assertion. I hear that all the time, but I really don't know what they are. You'd be shocked how little I know. I don't follow any of this, any of that stuff. I don't follow. Well, any apparently, you know, it's um, the new one is is that. Rudy Giuliani, me, you, and the general, and even Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell all participated in a in a coup. So we I hear Lynn Wood is claiming 
that is it true that Lynn Wood is claiming that we were all planning this at Tamatley and that's what happened? And Tamatley, I heard them. I, no, I, heard I think them I don't think he said that. On Maybe, January sixth, we're going to. It's all nonsense. Uh, no, I don't think he said that. You know, he had that Professor Clements with him, and I'm glad that guy's gone because that was real toxic. Did they break up? Well, I mean, Professor, at some point, someone that's bad for you shows who they are. What happened? I don't know I don't, about it. I don't know. There was a tiff. I don't follow because I have weight. You know what? I, I have so that, much really. drama in my life and so much shit that I'm on. Like, I just don't need help with more. Yeah, like, I, I don't I even like really look at it. Like, I'm just like, I have up. enough of my own. Like, people are bringing more. And it's like, <laughs> I don't need help. I could do just fine myself. It's kind of when someone was like doing something in the car. It's like, don't help me get a ticket. I can do that myself. I don't need help. It's kind of funny. I run into people sometimes and they say things like, oh, I'm so sorry about all this big war that's going on. And I'm like... Linwood saying this and David Clements is saying that. And she was saying, Oh, we're so sorry. And I'm like, I don't know. But I have no, no idea. Don't even really want to know. No, I'm yeah. like, I'm, uh, I have no idea whatsoever. What's weird is I keep on, on trying to delete Linwood's channel on my Telegram thing and it deletes. And then it, a few days later, we'll keep coming back. I don't know how you, and I've unsubscribed and everything. I can't get to that for some reason. It keeps showing up again. In my telegrams. <laughs> but well, anyway, I don't now, there's it. a lot of, there's a lot of that anyway, that, you know, and you see it within. I, I have no community. idea. What are they even, I'm mildly curious. Actually, I shouldn't even ask. I want to ask what do they say curious. about me, but don't the even say what they, chat, say. tell me in this chat. What do oh, they Oh, via Bergie. What do they say? Lynn got wise, the professor. Gee, I thought they, they were bosom buddies. What did he get wise to the professor about? Or did what does the professor get? Professor Clements will get his ass suit off. Fallout over funding New Mexico audit, Patrick. Thanks. I did hear there was some snot spitting tears about the New Mexico that David Clements was selling he could run an audit in New Mexico. And then you know, well, you know what's funny? And I tell people this Professor Clements contacted me in early 2021. We had a conversation. And then the frequency hit me wrong. So I just never called him again. And then fast forward when the red team was over at the cyber posium, you know, and we were all, yeah. Were you there? And the cyber posium? Remotely. Okay. Remotely. Anyway, and um, suddenly I see him on the stage with Josh Merritt, the guy I told you guys the affidavit was like. Mm. Hey, who's like, Josh Merritt? Is uh, he the spider. And he, the guy who claims he was in the 357th. And yeah, that one. That one. That one. And then I, I was like, anything, what is, even... wait, yeah, but forget it. The, the, the thing is, it's from February to then. How did he go from not knowing anything about elections to being an expert? I don't know. I don't know anything about that. That's a whole wing to this that I haven't really yeah, tuned in. Yeah, that's on. just so weird. I do my own thing. Mike Lindell does he th his thing. Look, the, look at this. So, um, okay, Spider. Yeah, Spider Web Weaver. Didn't I hear that the new story came out there that in New Mexico it's now been confirmed? I didn't know this was an issue, but I just saw a story about how New Mexico audit or something confirms that Dominion voting machines can print on ballots. I didn't know it was an issue that people didn't understand that. But one of the issues is that these things that do the tabulation, some models of them actually can print and they can print and get this. The bubble. They yeah. can print in the bubble. You didn't know this? They they actually allowed that feature. It was in their filing. It's, yeah. It, oh, no. It's in these machines. Holy crap. And because I saw this in the sales literature that I was looking at. That's what I'm saying. They're around November 1st. I saw this in the sales literature. 
And you can set the printer to either print and fill in ovals perfectly or draw upon a library of human-like symbols. Now, this is in the sales literature. It might call me cynical, but why would that – does that seem a little strange? That, that is what, – What would one use that for? What does that tell you, that they have a live – that they're advertising, hey, Mr. County officials, we have machines. We can set these to print within the ovals and either something that's perfectly circular or – Or make it look like a human. Check. Yeah, what does that – does that seem odd to you or is that just me? I don't – why would you have that if it's a fair and square election that people fill out ballots for? It did seem odd. So, okay. So this Why is would you have a choice of a digital filled-in circle to let's pretend it's human circle? Yeah. Well, the real question hmm. is why would you have anything that said oh, let's pretend it's human circle it, unless the goal was to mystify and not have people understand later the machine had pr uh, had printed. Printed their votes. Now, in Arizona, there were people who saw found the people who worked in the audits thaw, saw thousands of votes in a row that are perfectly filled in. I'll tell you another digital fill thing. in. Digital fill in. Is that why they were using felt tip markers? No, because felt tip markers wouldn't would do it, that. Wouldn't the, do a that. computer would print them. Here's another funny thing. Now I'm not sure this is Dominion, so I'm being careful not to say Dominion that this is true of Dominion, but this is true of some of the machines in the industry. What I'm about to tell you. Okay. Get this. So let's see if our, we analyze this the same way. Okay. That print head that looks at the when the things fed into the machine. Right. Before, if it prints something, the print is done before the digital picture is taken. What does that mean? So they're printing the vote before it's snapshot so it looks original. Correct. That's called, that, that's called fraud. Well, the, the, the way the machinery is architected of one of the manufacturers in this industry, at least one, is that opportunity to print on the machine comes in in before it gets its digital picture let me guess tape. is it the algorithm checking how many votes they need in bubbles so it'll print it for you well before you even get to any of those explanations just looking at the physical architecture of the machine the printhead comes before the camera that takes the digital camera which tells me as a former cyber guy not in a sense of a cyber gearhead but a right. te tech ceo uh that's intrinsically insecure if you haven't taken a picture as the first step, then you can never be 100% sure, sure that, that it was the right thing. On Doesn't there. That, see, this is what's weird. When I explain this to people like in the media, they look at me, they don't get it. Do you understand why that's intrinsically insecure? Yeah. Why would you take a picture after you can commit fraud? See, see, this goes back to the thing that I was saying. The zero <laughs> it's proof. obvious, right? It's the zero proof theory. Well, that doesn't mean that they cheated, but it doesn't mean that they didn't. Why the have it built there? To cheat. Well, it's yeah, built, that's what I'm saying. Some of this stuff is designed. Why have it there? Why have it there if you're not going to cheat? Glad this isn't just me. I'm getting a water. Sorry. I'm glad that There's no water me. in the fridge. No water. Well, well that one was like kind of open. So I fun. don't know. I'm going to get a Diet Coke. Okay. I'll be a bad boy. It's late. Every time I drink a Diet Coke, I get lectured about it on camera. You do? Yeah. What do let's ask questions for people. Let's do yeah, an AMA. Let's do an AMA. Yeah. It's cheating, treason, yes. Editing should never come before archiving. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah. Um, so there's a delay. Yeah, Thank you for the rumble rant. Like the journalist's answer to that is, yeah, but how do you know they did it? How do you know they did it? Well, that's as as a I come at it from a different perspective where you're like, you're looking for possible anything. Yeah, you know, when you run a company, so I build overstock, as you know. We had a thousand times a day for 20 years, people tried to hack it. 
if there's a way something can be had, people will find that if there's any weak spot. So once you have found it, you kind of have to assume it's done. There's no such thing as saying, well, but you haven't proven that it's been done. You know, once you can prove there's that kind of security fraud, well, that's, that's all that needs but, to be said. But that's said. what I'm saying, the zero proof theory. You can't prove they did and you can't prove they did it. So then why have that facility at all? That's the point. Why say, well, I just have it. What's the purpose of it? Thoughts, all right, let's see. Thoughts on 2,000 um, mules. What did you think? Okay, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that I I knew that they would find mules because we had this discussion in November that they will be creating the evidence to match the computer evidence, right? So it was evident. I think the most important thing that 2,000 mules showed was uh, you know the immense amount of data that people volunteer. That's number one, right? That's scary, um, and just how intricate it looked. Their whole plan of you know, stealing the election and putting the ballots um, at drop boxes and how they did it, but how simple it was too. It was actually quite simple. It was, it was, it was parsimonious. Um, but on the other hand, I really wish 2000 mules would have said who they were stuffing the ballots for. Well, that's because it's so much. I can tell you that 2000 mules, Catherine Engelbrecht and her team, have been in, in communication before it opened for the last month. They've been in communication with a lot of state law enforcement and subpoenas have been flying based on their information. So they may want so as not to disrupt investigations that are ongoing, not to name the individual organizations because there already are investigations going into them. That would be my guess. Yeah. I thought it was fine. I thought it was yeah, a Ace of Spades update, please. Oh, oh boy. Do you know about my metaphor that I've introduced on this? No, no. My royal flush metaphor? No, that's why they had the flush thing there. Now I'm going to eat a carrot with my braces on. So I'm going to have orange teeth still. Mm. Okay. okay, there's a royal flush coming. I've been explaining to people who follow the America Project, who follow me on Locals. There's a royal flush coming. Ten Jack, Queen, King, Ace of Spades. And the King of Spades was the Dinesh D'Souza 2000 Mules movie. That shows how the ballots were stuffed. But there's, uh, I'm not yet said what the questions answered by the 10 jet. There's really five questions. And, and the, the King of Spades question is, how were the ballots stuffed? And the Dinesh D'Souza movie uh, gives us that. Well, but how they put them together and how they mule them around. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. So, but there's other, there's three other, there's four other, anyway, there's a royal flush coming. And I've told the world, we're actually, you're going to be seeing something filed that this week, or well, not, not this, this week. Way. I think it's next week. Don't, don't say it yet, but yeah, don't say okay. what it is. I don't. But we can, we can tease them. We can tease them. And it's going to lay out the whole thing. We have it all. Soup to nuts. <sighs> no, soup to nuts. We might be missing a salad fork here and there, but. Without saying a lot. Did I not show you today some really damning evidence? Remind me. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So Wow. I'd today, love to put that up, but yeah, that's I know. her. So today, after two years, I've been holding. Not, um, some, someone out yeah, there has been very, very naughty. Yeah, I've been holding some actual evidence um, that was part of my case, my defamation case. It's kind of actually very important because there's more of those, right? And um, it was like, oh, look. Oh, they heard that. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> so it's actual like so, evidence, evidence, you guys. Someone guess. Malabo yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah. So they they know um, portions, but not what I showed you. And um, I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay. He's so. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I showed him that evidence, you know, because I don't show people stuff, but. My case, as you guys know, in Tennessee was dismissed based on um, jurisdiction, meaning the court felt that it didn't have the rights to govern the case over um, dominion in media matters. Right. And so the judge said, hey, Tori, you need to go here. He actually said you should go to Colorado because they're based in Colorado. The thing is, do I want to go to Colorado? I don't know. I, I think I... Uh, okay, well, no, I'm looking at the questions. Oh, at the questions. Uh, great like, questions. Okay. You want to go to Colorado? I think you ought to consider it. I don't want to go it. to Colorado. I maybe could bring it in good, Ohio. Maybe some good Tory says people. Oh, there's a Colorado. ton of them in Colorado. Uh, it doesn't surprise me. Maybe they can them. bring it there for you. Let me see their questions. Judge yeah. was a jerk. Well, so, uh, how do you think the Seth Rich murder is going to bite HRC and company? Well, Ooh. you wonder why. So just so everybody have, have the opportunity on occasion to debunk things for journalists. Right. Last night, a fine woman from CNN and I were conversing, and she calls the Seth Rich murder thing. Conspiracy. Conspiracy theory, which I shut her up quickly. She asked her about Russia hoax. I said, how do you, how do you explain the 36 millibit per second download? And, of course, she doesn't know shit. But just so you know, Seth, whoever downloaded those WikiLeaks, even the Senate Intelligence Committee report got all this wrong. It's ridiculous. They downloaded the WikiLeaks were downloaded at speeds of up to 36. You have to be comp megs yeah. per second. Yeah. That is consistent with a thumb drive. Yeah. Thumb SD. Yeah. If you were Russia and you were hacking in to the DNC servers in DC, you'd be pop probably popping through five VPNs. If you even were coming through one VPN and you were a mile away, I wouldn't be surprised if those speeds slowed down to four megabits. If you were had two VPNs, and if you had two hops, you're probably talking about one or two megabit speed. Any, any Russian hacker would have been able to exchange, uh, achieve with even just two hops from Russia. So that means so how but and yet this stuff was downloaded at 30 megabits. That's much more consistent. Well, then why drive. didn't here's the thing. Which means the whole Russia aspect of WikiLeaks of stealing Hillary's emails is fake. Here's here's the thing. Do you know that the FBI downloaded the whole DNC server? So basically the IT director of the DNC in May of 2016 um, uploaded the whole DNC server into the cloud for the FBI to have. So why don't we just compare and contrast local Virginia, right? Virginia, mm -hmm. Virginia speeds compared to that of the the items that um, WikiLeaks had. That would quash it right then and there. If the speeds are faster than that from Virginia to Virginia, obviously it's not Russia. So, yeah, I the shooters' assessment have the video of the bodies of the. Have the video of the bodies of the shooters of Seth in South Carolina. I, there's not an end to that question, but I understand the beginning. What apparently happened 
to Seth Rich. Do you want if I tell them the yeah. story? Seth Rich bragged openly to his friends about carrying a very valuable thumb drive on his neck. According to one file, Gerard Rosenstein wanted to get that. He had two dirty DEA agents come, and they were guys who, and, and so to get that file, they went to their to the MS-13. And believe it or not, guys, I'm sure there's some official ambassador between. So they went to MS-13. CIs. Got two yeah. shooters. Well, who knows? But got two shooters, told them they were just supposed to get this without killing Seth Rich. Said they accosted Seth Rich. He didn't give it up. Went bad. He got shot. That's why his watch and cell phone and such weren't taken. They were met in South Carolina. One of the two DEA agents drove his wife's car down to avoid his own tracking. Drove his wife's car down and met them in a South Carolina parking lot and got the thumb drive and iced them both. And there is a file about all this. Ice the MS-13 people? Ice, ice the, the MS-13. CIs, yeah. Gee, if you can't trust the... What if the CIs made a copy, though? Yeah. I mean, they're not that stupid. Maybe somebody else. Well, yeah. Right. Big Ego got him killed, yeah. And it was not found on his body. Wow, 4,500 watching here on Rumble. It, it was Rod Rosenstein. I would say um, that MS-13 may have copies. You know, MS-13 aren't just machete tattoo people. They're actually quite savvy. Yeah, and of course they are, dude. They might have a copy. I doubt Rod Rosenstein himself is the guy who goes to South Carolina and ISIS people in a... Uh, well, I heard that Seth Rich was on the phone with his girlfriend when it happened. Well, I don't know. I don't know. What else can we answer for people? Yeah, let's see. Yep, she didn't have an easy pass pictures of her car. Durham tied to Royal Flush. Nope, Royal Flush is our own hand. Do you remember when you told me Durham, is he a real thing? I remember asking Yeah, you. and what did I tell you? He was real as a heart attack. Yeah, trust him. Probably why I'm alive. Can you? Was that? Just. Can I also say who else you've told me to trust? Yeah, Chris Ray. Yep. She's told me for months and months, a year. Chris Ray is going to surprise you, Patrick. He's a good guy. I've my theory on Chris Ray has been, of course, at this point, I'm and I'm a show me kind of guy, but. Give him the benefit of the doubt. And when he seemed to be doing less than I hoped, I thought I was, I've put it down to him not being corrupt, but kind of a corporate man and probably wants to protect the institution a lot, which I can applaud and respect and so forth. And maybe be taking that too far a bit. And, but then some people have told me, no, 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 he's dirty. He's one of the bad guys. I mean, outsiders. And then, but Tori's telling me, no, you're going to be surprised. He's going to come through for America yeah. at the end, and you're going to be very pleasantly surprised. Yeah. I'm wondering where Jeff Sessions is. That's totally random. But I think Jeff Ray Sessions? is totally, yeah. He's Ray hiding is, under his rock. He's well, I heard that, you know, see, something that's fallen off the radar now that Joe Biden cronies have control of government information is. Uh, back in March of 2020, all these you know, that report came out about Building 7 from the University of Alaska saying it was a controlled demolition. And then a judge that was on the 9-11 Gitmo trial stepped down. 
So they were supposed to be, um, you know, pooling for a jury for these trials at Gitmo in um, February of 2021. I haven't heard shit since then. Hmm. And so I heard that Jeff Sessions was down there doing things. This is what I heard. What what month would that have been? Like right before the elections. Jeff Sessions? Jeff Sessions. That's what I heard, that he was going down there to do some investigating, prosecuting type thing. I hear that they're building out Gitmo. Even yeah, they are. For guys like us. Oh, my God. For guys not. like me. Anyway. <laughs> no. Hope no. I got a window view. I see the beach. <laughs> an hour a day in the water. Is that too much to ask, fellas? Is that too much to ask? Come on. You guys owe me. Convert your religion so I, you can use like a little rug outside. Yeah. Like I just day. want to swim an hour a day off the in the Cuban waters. Other than that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they let them. I doubt they, they do. I don't know. No, I doubt yeah, they do. I doubt they do. Too. Surfside condo. <laughs> Someone asked a question about Assange. Wait, first let's talk McAfee. So let me let me just say, I don't even I don't I don't I don't know if he's dead. I think he's dead. I, I don't know, man, because he died himself. last time too. Everybody went to his funeral. Even his wife thought she was dead. I mean, I haven't seen him dead. I don't know. Maybe who are the FEMA camps for? The FEMA camps are for the twenty to eighty million people. We're gonna get sick. Who are God, not this gonna... angle is so bad. I don't need help looking fatter. Go on. Sorry. <laughs> you look lovely. You look lovely. And Tori, no, just... Tori, you're a beautiful woman. You're a beautiful woman. No, no, no. And we no, all I'm agree. Just... <laughs> we all agree Tori's a beautiful woman. She's always putting herself down. She's a beautiful woman. No, no I'm not used to seeing trouble. myself like this. There we go. That's better. No, it's not better. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. So um, what, what were we saying about Assange? Assange is it's kind of weird because... Is being prosecuted for in the U. You know, he's not a U.S. citizen, so I'm not sure what his obligations are to, to the, the U.S. government. On the other hand, I guess what they're going to prosecute him for is helping the guy who did the cracking. Is that what the deal is, or something? So, so it's really Which weird because I read, what, yeah, well, I read the indictment for. a couple years ago, and it was really, really bizarre what they were trying to get him on. That, that like it had to do with um Chelsea Manning, who used to be ba Bradley Manning before they became a whistleblower, right? And um, it was like that he was assisting Bradley Manning to do what he needed him to do to upload the information or get the information. That was basically it, helping him with passwords or something like that. But it's bizarre because it's taken this long and I don't understand why he was in the prison in the UK in the first place when Sweden had dropped the charges and it made absolutely zero sense. And why the Ecuadorian president just decided to turn him over that time. We probably made somebody Yeah, got a deal. Paid someone off. Yeah, that's probably it. Thank you for the rants. Back to FEMA camps. Okay, FEMA camps. So... I think the worst case scenario of what's going on is that this is in fact a coup to take over the United States. And if, if it, one outcome that that could happen is a full national security goon state, they're trying to provoke the constitutionalists into fighting, trying to provoke you with weird things that they're doing all over the country. Oh, Paxton's hosting a showing of 2000 mules in Austin this Saturday. Paxton's a brave. Paxton's a brave guy. 
You know what's kind of funny? Ask me why I think he's cool. Why do you think he's cool? He was born in the city of Minot, North Dakota. Mm, I know Minot. What, Big navigational aid there. Yeah, but one of the most corrupt cities mm. there is. And a lot of evil comes out of there. You remember the Sons of Sam? Mm -hmm. Headquarters right there. And most of the baby trafficking is done from there. Is it? It's like Native Americans, kids? Or they, they have, no, but they're usually just local. So anyway, so it's so corrupt. And for him to go to Texas and blossom like that, it's incredible. Well, so Minot is also, when you're a pilot, there are, believe it or not, kind of lighthouses that operate, not visible lighthouses at a radio level. They're called VORs. Before GPS, you navigate it around the country, sort of lighthouse to lighthouse. And there's a very famous one in Minot. Yeah, it's the center of America. Yeah. No, no, well, that's in rugby. You pick it up from, uh, I'd yeah. be flying these little single engine planes and I've, I've around the country for years. And I just, mine not such sort of romantically a special place in my heart. I remember many a midnight flight alone in a plane, you know, tuning in my not. Really? Oh, yeah. My not well. Okay, FEMA okay, camps. FEMA camps. We want to go back to that. People are mad that we're jumping around. I know, they I think that I don't her. want, that I don't want. Well, no, we I saw the Paxton her. thing. That was that was exciting. Stay on topic. FEMA camps, FEMA camps, FEMA camps. Okay, <laughs> take the worst case scenario. I hope the world isn't this bad, but imagine that the plan is this: that once they had all the the national national security state, then they just keep on provoking, doing things that it is impossible for you not to respond with. They're going to vaccinate your kids while well, your kids have to, is that until they provoke and then they provoke and, and slice off, then provoke a little bit more and slice off and who gets sliced off the gets sent that, to FEMA camps yeah. where allegedly, but they're allegedly they're being taken care of, but in fact they're getting exposed to this process called, Alkaline, well, re-education or alkaline, anywhere from re-education to alkaline hydrolysis. Oh, and being made human fertilizer. Yeah, too. that's alkaline hydrolysis. You remember I told you that they were making humans fertilizer months and months ago? Yeah, I hate to alarm you. Law. I hate to alarm you, but I think there are some versions of the plan that 80 million devout Christians, which I don't pretend to be, I mean, I don't pretend to be one of the evangelicals or something. I never pretend to be something I'm not, but I wouldn't be... But the 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 this version of the plan would be twenty to eighty million people get liquidated in FEMA yeah. camps, and I think that that's now I'm being. I clear don't to think say, it's not. That's a far, that's a far, I don't know how far <laughs> out, but that's like the worst version of the plan to anticipate. Another way it could go is they get just enough power. If if we get smart, if that started to happen and people organized to stop it, and a war gets going. They call in the United Nations. And they, they do it. They make it a race war. They do everything they can to make the paradigm a race war, which lets them bring in the United Nations blue helmets to protect the cities. Protect the cities. I would say me, the guy who's been all about peace. Have you ever heard me say anything other than peace? No. The only time... If that if you ever see the blue helmets flying Run. in the United States, <laughs> Run. I rescind all previous advice. Yeah. That's a, that's a thing when you're in the that's field. In the field, anyone in the field, when you see a blue or white helmet, you go the other way. That's not what I'm referring to. Yeah, I'm but I know what to, yeah. If they start flying blue helmets and yeah, we I rescind gotta go. all previous ex claims about your need to stay peaceful. Well, you know what the problem is? And I was Make talking own, about it yesterday. Your own judgment yeah, at that point. Right? Not, not recommending you get violent. 
Yeah. I'm just saying my my advice all goes away. About what to do. Right. Well, um, I'm seeing that the conservative movement is fractioning itself. We've got the people that are waiting for Q to come in on a horse and right. night for Q to come in on a night as a knight in shining armor. I think he was a sigh off from Stanley like, McChrystal. Well, let me, let me, yeah, well, let me, well, Stanley McChrystal hijack something. Yeah, but yeah. So we've got, you know, Q people that believe that's happening. Then we have the people that believe they know best. So they're going to control it. Then we have people that are actually grassroots and doing things. But then people within those grassroots that are doing things want to do it more stronger. And this is where the violence comes in because I'm watching across the nation in my groups where people are breaking off out of our groups and they're creating their own groups and they're going aggressive with protests. And some of them are saying, oh, it's the Jewish people. They're going anti-Semitic. This is exactly what they're feeding into the whole FEMA camp thing. They're starting to escalate. I'm seeing it across the nation right now. I just shoot all violence over and over. (laughs) The only way we're going to lose this to them is by being divided. Is if you get divided and you get violent. Yeah. You get violent. Well, then there's other people that say we should help the GOP. And it's like the GOP is why you're here. GOP is why you're here. We have to to annihilate the DNC and the GOP. If people keep saying we're going to reform the party, it's like reforming the prison. Just because you're going to paint it pink and put curtains, I it's disagree. still a prison. We got to take over within the GOP. I think it's no. very rare you're going to win in Ohio as an independent, but in general, third party candidacies are. A waste There's of not time. supposed to be any party. That's the point. Yeah, well, there we is. Shouldn't have. The thing is, there are two. One of them is Republican Party. It needs to be taken over from within. It's totally freaking. And you can't. You can't because they have money, so they will tell you yes to everything right now because everything is breaking. People are not donating the money they used to to the GOP. It's all companies and big donors only. Little people will not send them the dollars, and that's a lot of their money, right? So you've got the local GOP, the the city GOP, the state GOP, the national GOP, and you know they're losing a lot of money. And then the DNC doesn't get shit, right? They're a bunch of wankers. Well, the people need to just not give to any of these parties and just give to their candidates. Give to your candidate. Give to I hate to be the libertarians have it the right way. How about the America part? The America Project is what we're doing, but I don't. Yeah, you are funding a a lot lot. of candidates. You know what I'm? No, 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 we're not funding candidates. No, we're funding one C four. Yeah, fund candidates. Yeah, we're funding a lot of activities. Yes, that's it. That help grassroots people. Yeah, if you want to back candidates, find your own candidates and back them. We do things that are grassroots that help grassroots organizations get stronger. Well, not according to together. the internet. According to the internet, it's an influence operation. And what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Let's ask everyone. Like, what Listen, is it that they hear? Applies to me too. Yeah, let's ask the people. Constitution applies to me too. I want to see. See, stop drinking Coke. <laughs> it, it is battery. Acid. You said you said that people give you shit when you drink it. Okay, let's see. Local engagement. Guys, we're almost yes. there. 25 weeks. 25 weeks. Okay. Sounds like groups have been infiltrated. You guys try us. to destroy the grassroots. What are you talking about? We're about nurturing and fertilizing the grassroots. Yeah. She is a superwoman. I don't know how she does keep up on it all. Yeah. What I worry about, do you want to tell us about this World Health Organization thing? that is kind of- See, okay. So first of all, I love Michelle Bachman. She was my Alistair. Like your Alistair? Your girl Alistair? You, like the Alistair that you spoke to. Okay. She was mine for the drones. Right? I like her. 
but we've already given up to the who. I don't know why they're warning people. Don't you remember during COVID whose whose guidelines were we following? The fucking who. Yeah, but now we're talking about a treaty that they sign that they that gives them the right to order our government to vaccinate everybody. Now, of course, if it's a treaty, they should get. They, they have to- no rights in our nation unless we're already part of them. Right. What kind of treaty gives you governance over somebody else's citizens? Only if you're already a part of it. Do you get what I'm saying, you guys? I mean, that's no. the way the law goes. They can't just have governance only only over your body. That doesn't make sense. That means we're not sovereign. Bad boobs in here tonight. Hmm. Oh. Sorry, I'll work on no, it. No, they're talking about people in there. Mm-hmm. Uh Oh, we have trolls. Yeah, Tedros okay. will have an authority to declare a pandemic worldwide. Isn't is Tedros a physician or isn't some Marxist? Uh, Who Tedros? Yeah. The World Health <gasps> Let me tell you a story guy. about. Tedros. And he will have the ability. We, to declare no, a I've got I've got the skinny on this guy. So he was the he was the head of the health department of Ethiopia. Guess what project he oversaw? I want you to take a wild guess while he was the head of the health department there. Secretary of Health, Epstein's AI project. Oh, really? You know what he was doing with AI was there, with kids. What was he doing, do you think? It's the same Mining shit that them. Elon wants to do. What's that? Like, check out how to plug them. Oh, connect. Experiments, them. yeah. Connect that. Hey, will you guys ever get along with Linwood? Connect the dots. You get along with Lynn, don't you? Yeah, I do. I actually I sent like him a nice Lynn. note the other day. I, I swear, s- after a year or whatever this stuff happened, I sent him something the other day just to say, hey, this is what. I sent him something nice. And again, he just wrote me back. Uh, Talk about the Iraqi denial. Here I was. uh, You can't send an olive branch to somebody only so many times. You covered up two cholera outbreaks. Yeah, we've got HN5. We've got Marburg. Trolls equals boobs. Yeah, monkey. Why can't they play nice? Have you ever heard me not play nice? I feel like I try to rise above it so much. And when I don't, even one little bit, everybody. uh, What's going to happen to people who took the vaccine? I'm afraid that 20 or 30% of them are going to have severe health problems. Yeah, they are. It's. You don't have to scroll that. That hold on, me shit. I can't believe this. This is from my cell phone, a hotspot, and I'm streaming. Better than my Wi-Fi sometimes. What's going? Okay, so we just heard in the car when we were driving here that in the state of Louisiana, they're asking to they're they're asking parents and calling them the health department to make sure their kids are vaccinated before they go to school. I would homeschool. I would homeschool. Listen, there's no, this is where things don't make sense to me. I've had a lot of contact with the medical profession over my life. And right. I, I know the judgment of real physicians before they became employees, which they are today. And the Hippocratic Oath of first, new do, first do no harm and their way of balancing things. I've had cancer a bunch of times. I've had all kinds of things. And I just know how physicians think. And there's this very common sort of judgment Right, a little, a little methodical, and maybe a little risk averse is how they seem to me. But all that. But it's and, supposed to be the patient first. And now you're talking about kids who have a two in a hundred thousand chance of dying untreated from COVID. A little bit, and more. will gain immunity, which means they they won't require a vaccine untreated. But two in a hundred thousand common cold is about one and a half out of a hundred thousand kids with a common cold will die. So it's a little bit more dangerous than the common cold. For kids, and to avoid that danger, you're going to inject them with something which isn't a vaccine, which will have no long-term results. 
that, still experimental. It's crazy. Under emergency why would expo- use. What do we ever expo- No doctor, no physician I ever worked with in the 80s or 90s would ever have said, let's expose these infants and kids to this mountain of risks, risks. to avoid this gnat hair of risk. Look, you are speaking to me like nobody else. Hold on, let me show you. That's how doctors think. That's how physicians think, not these employees. Let me show you something. Product oath is canceled. Hmm. I wrote that article a while back. See, that's the thing. That I wrote an article. I was just showing him how I wrote an article back in April saying that the Hippocratic Oath was canceled. That's when they started out the rolling of the mandates for the vaccine. Um, it's pretty It's pretty insane. I mean, what do you do at that point? Because I told everyone they, they're going to come for the homeschool kids first. They're going to come and they're going to round them up and they're going to see the parents are not. I told you guys this over a year ago, that they're not going to um, allow parents to parent children without vaccines. They're going to say that the parents are putting the kids at harm and they're going to take them away. Well, And we can see that in California. They already put it in the law that the kids don't belong to the parents anymore. Well, we are going to tie that shit up for 25 weeks with the law suits that we have to. Just yeah. get this in front of judges and then come 25 weeks from now, they, you know what we these goons are going to be slaughtered. We're going to regain all the institutions other than the White House. And at that point, and this time I hope we have some people in the House who aren't like, I don't want to name any names, but boy, there were some great Republicans four years ago who you could tune on. They had great YouTube clips. They had all kinds of, they were former prosecutor Republicans in the House, and they were wonderful tearing people up, tearing, cross-examining them, making them look stupid. And it always ended with saying, well, we're doing a criminal referral. I just trapped you. And nothing ever happened. It was just a bunch of posture. It was a bunch of YouTube clips. Nothing ever happened. Yep. I hope this time we have some Republicans with some teeth in them. We don't have any Republicans with teeth. They're all fucking pussies. They are pussies. They are. And the thing is, you know what I was... Um, I was just thinking, like, it's so sad. Um, the money that we're giving to Ukraine. One guy that voted to give all that cash... Look, remember when we were on government shutdown and we had no money to pay our government employees, mm-hmm. right? We shut down because we didn't have the money. And they needed to make a bill and Trump, you know, was like to, to sign the bill, right? And then they wouldn't sign the bill. Now we're paying to keep the Ukrainian government afloat. The only reason we give aid is to aid our national security. That is in the law. You can't just hand out taxpayer dollar because you feel like, it. is there a way that we can fight them using our money that has no benefit on the United States. They have to demonstrate that our national security is at risk if Ukraine falls. We've got to be able to fight this. That's how you fight it. Commander-in-chief, the president has an extraordinary... Well, he's not doing his job. He can't even think. He can't tie his shoe. He's going to understand a concept like this. that said, he has constitutionally really a lot of prerogatives on, on national security. That his that there's all kinds of standing precedent that it's pr- difficult for other people to question or or challenge. You can't challenge legally unless he's breaking the law. But if it's a question of judgment, it's just not going to be a fruitful path. The fruitful path is if, you know if you get the house, you got the power of the purse strings. You can now start if we have some gutsy people in the house, especially if they replace this asshole McCarthy. Did you hear what's come out with him, the dude? Person? I I said that stuff. You know what? I actually. I'm not even going to go into it. 
That but yes, I knew. If they and and you get somebody real good, is there any chance they'll be able to replace him as speaker with a big enough win? Do you think? We're not going to have elections. Okay. I hope we don't. I it's not. We're not supposed to have elections. We're supposed to have special elections. Well, suppose the Supreme Court were to say this November we have an election that we're going to add on a presidential election. No, I think that we're just going to have special elections for almost everything. This November. Yeah. It's going to be different. We're going to go through some really crazy stuff. Remember, elections are coming up. From your lips to God's ear, yeah. to Yahweh's ear. Well, yeah. Well, you know, it already started in Arizona. Kurt just filed that case, and there's going to be a lot of people that are filing similar cases in states. I know we're filing one in Ohio to not allow. Kurt's case uh, in Ohio is. In and Arizona. There's no machines. No machines. It's not a special election, though, is it? Well, if we have no machines, then... Well, it's special in the sense of... Right? Mm. Mm. So that's the thing. Explain how special election works. It means that we don't have time to prepare for elections because they've changed, and therefore we need more time. So we're going to have special elections a little bit later, like maybe, I don't know, March. Oh, you think so, that they'll delay the whole thing, but then... Into- yeah, because we won't have time, because all these states are going to have TROs but and can we put up do this. A, can we put up with what's going on for another yeah, 10 months in order to have that? We can, because it'll be unprecedented, and the power will be limited of Congress, by the way. There's, like, the, these stipulations. We have to look back at the Lincoln Times. When they had that delay in the vote, remember? I do. History gives us a little bit of benefit then. So... um and that's if everything works out the right way and the people actually bind together. But there's a lot of people that actually think that they can change and reform things when you can't Charles change Charles Van Paler says, can we at least nuke one U.S. city, please? What's that? <laughs> like, get rid of them. <laughs> Why would you want to nuke a city? Devolution. Devolution. Don't believe in that. Uh-uh. Ranked choice voting machines. Limited power to Congress would be great. I know. We got two years. I can't handle this. Please speak about Canada. What's Portland first? You know, people in Portland about four years ago, two years ago, were asking me to come up and talk about Milton Friedman because Milton is to them anathema. And I had a speech written. Got a guy named Jerry Joseph in Portland, who's a friend of mine. He's a very left. He's a musician. Jerry Joseph. He's a real. I lived left. in Portland. Did you? Yeah. I worked, at, I worked at Edelman there. Did an internship there. I know Edelman, VR. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, they, mm-hmm. we hired them years ago. Yeah, but I this guy, there. Jared Joseph, was a was uber lefty Portland County guy. And he wanted me to come up and give a talk. And I had one planned. I think we agreed on something like reconsidering Milton Friedman. And then this is like 2019, and things started going sideways. Yeah, well, Portland's nice. What do you think of the Project Veritas leak of the FBI and targeting the media? I hope the Project Veritas. You know, if you start going around setting up government officials on, I guess Project Veritas, I know somebody involved, and it's basically they set up like Tinder dates with these guys. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, don't do that to government officials. When you're doing that to government officials, I think the word for that starts being espionage. It's not legitimate journalism when you do it to government officials. Um, is it on the Project Veritas site? No, you hear me, Project Veritas. Don't 
You can't have FBI whistleblower leaks. Oh, well, doc showing bureau. Let's play this see, video. Let's see, let's see this. See, we've been in a black hole for for today. We've been all of us have been working really hard today. Plotting, yeah, plotting, plotting. Oh. All right, let's see this. Special agent for a number of years. Correct. Special agent yeah. with the FBI. That's correct. I've worked in counterintelligence, counterterrorism. I've worked criminal. What brought you to Project Veritas? Why are you here? There's a number of very troubling things that are happening within the FBI. And I would say that the, the direction that the agency has headed troubles a vast majority of the agents. Project Veritas appears to be a victim of political undertakings, which is where this, this agency has gone. You came across some information. Um, can you tell me a little more about that? The file that you're talking about is background on the the Project Veritas investigation the, the, that resulted in the search warrant um, at your premises. There's a number of things on there that are alerting, and they don't necessarily make sense for the type of organization or agency that you are. First of all, what, what can you say about how you came across or acquired this? Uh, this was given to me by a colleague who was interested and also sympathetic to the fact that it, it appears that there's a, a political vendetta against uh, your organization. And, and what, what uh, leads you or, or him or her to believe that there's a political vendetta? We don't see a lot of investigations into news organizations. It's not common. Um, the ones that are are almost specifically tied to threat countries that we would be investigating for intelligence purposes. To see a criminal investigation, particularly one categorized the way that this is, is alerting. And it's Surprising based on the public information that is provided. What does SIM mean on this document? It says SIM News Media. So SIM is a classification that means it's a sensitive investigative matter. And that basically affords the subject of the investigation with certain protections internally. Because it's sensitive, it could be a political figure. It could be someone in a church or a religious figure. It could be uh, a news media organization. Who makes the classification that word news media. It would be done in the FBI's office, specific to the investigation. Um, it would usually be identified as by the case agents who are working it. Based on the prominence of that individual, there's going to be a higher level of supervision to sign off on authorizing a case. And it's also done in conjunction with the chief division counsel of that field office, who's going to be the top internal lawyer. Title restricted, access denied. What, why is that? So once you are designated as a SIM, the information is going to be restricted from the rest of the FBI's search capabilities. That title would normally be the name of the subject, the name of the victim, the name of the type of crime that is being alleged, if, you know, if these things exist. In this case, it's restricted because uh, even the name of the subject would indicate the nature of what was going on. Have you ever heard of, of this happening before, an investigation like this into the news media of this nature? I'm not aware of any. 56D, what is that in reference to? 56D is a classification of the type of investigation. So that alphanumeric specifically refers to federal election crimes. Um, but there's any number of classifications that follow all manner of both intelligence investigations and then also criminal investigations. And in this case, it was a, a story potentially about a diary. So maybe the audience is wondering, what does it have to do with an election crime? This, right. this document does not answer that. I okay. think it's a question that a lot of people within the Bureau would probably also be curious to know. So let's go to first to CAST. What is that in reference to? CAST is an internal program in the FBI that uses sophisticated techniques to exploit cell phone data for location, 
and for content. It can be used with geofence warrants. It can be used in conjunction with cell phone uh, tower dumps, IDs, Wi-Fi network pings. And it's basically looking for location and it's looking for time and distance with phone numbers. Talk more about these different categories, ELA, GJ, Interprods, PAN, and what strikes you about, about these things that they've listed here. So some of them are very common. They'd be in almost any case. Intel prods, that's intelligence products. That's going to be required to be in any opening case. It may or may not be a placeholder. Grand jury, same thing. Mm -hmm. If the case is going to be prosecuted, there's a grand jury file. There's nothing exciting there. ELA, standard, required. This is a depository for evidence. Nothing alerting. Pen tells it that they were probably doing a pen registry, trap and trace. So this is a legal technique where they can see your toll records on whatever phones that they're exploiting. They can write to the, the carrier. It wouldn't have content. It would simply just be the, the, the transaction records between phone numbers. I haven't seen a CNN file before, so mm -hmm. I can only speculate that it means what it, what it looks like it means. Would they be investigating CNN as a news organization? or how, I mean, what, 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 what do you make of that? It could be any number of things. If they think that there was a violation where CNN was a potential victim, they could maybe use it that way. Sometimes we'll see it if it's a place where certain source information comes in. Uh, in this case, CNN, I... I I couldn't speculate what's in it, but I imagine it has to do with CNN. Going down to Sentinel tags, mm -hmm. HQ, CID. So HQ refers to the Hoover building. That's the, that's the folks at FBI headquarters. CID is Criminal Investigation Division. And it lists a series of things, violence, extortion, coercion, liberty, activity. What does that mean? So these are threat tags. They're going to tag analysts to take a look at the documents that are being produced in this investigation. And uh, I think they mean exactly what they say on their face, but why they mean that regarding your organization is outside of my understanding. I don't see things like this. This was chosen by the people who opened up this case. They had to specifically list the threat tags that they wanted to identify. Why the word violence, harm is on this document. Now, some of these could be speculative, but they could infer based on your interests and the danger with an organization that has taken the political lean that we have and has already decided a fairly partisan outlook, you're in, you're in danger of people giving into their biases and assuming maybe that, that you are involved in violence or harm when in fact there's no evidence to it. There's no requirement for there to be evidence to be able to put a tag on like this. This is simply a review. So the people that are interested in those specific programs will take a look at what you're doing. On Thursday, October 29th at 1 o'clock p.m., Roberta Kaplan, attorney for uh, Ashley Biden, who also is or was the attorney for the uh, woman married to the son of the U.S. attorney in this case, mm -hmm. sent an email to Jared Ede, general counsel, Project Veritas. This is insane. We should send to Southern District of New York. This document is dated. October 29th. Do these things work that fast? So a case opening can be done in a morning. There's no question about that. But generally speaking, if you're going to do something like a sim, it's been talked about for a little while. Um, what we're seeing on the date that says the opening was on, on 10-29, what that tells us is that's when a full investigation was initiated. But that doesn't mean that there wasn't an assessment of some kind. Right. If there wasn't a preliminary investigation, which would involve some other tools that they would be able to use um, to initiate Prior to that, what I do know is that if it, it happened in a day, it's likely something that was discussed prior to. If you have an interest in opening a case on a SIM, it has to be discussed. It has to be signed off. First, it has to be approved as a SIM. There's who, who approves that? So generally speaking, it's going to go supervisory or above, but it also is going to have to have 
concurrence with the legal counsel within the office. And what's the legal counsel title? The top lawyer will be known as the chief division counsel, and they will work with, but not they're not beholden to in any way, shape, or form, the Southern District of New York. So the United States Attorney's Office makes its own assessment of what they're doing when they prosecute. And we can open cases that never get picked up for prosecution. That happens all the time. They can bring us cases. We can bring them cases. So neither of us work for the, for the other, but we do work as partners. Well, what do you hope comes from your endeavor to be here and, and say all this? I would hope that we could end up with a nonpartisan law enforcement agency in this country that's not doing things that seem to be inappropriate for, its, for the power that it wields. It's an awesome responsibility. I mean, it's truly an incredible amount of power if used wrong. The country cannot sustain their largest law enforcement agency, we cannot have partisan investigations and using a piece of the executive branch as a weapon. It always has strived to be an apolitical organization. That was what they, that's the pitch that I got when I came in. You don't get paid by the cases. You don't get paid by the prosecutions. I get the same money whether or not that happens. It doesn't matter. The pursuit should be for truth. Very similar to what your, your organization stands for in name. It should be looking for what is the right answer here. If we, if we clear a subject of wrongdoing, so be it. They should never know we were bothering them. Going back to this intelligence work that you've done at the FBI, Talk a little about the surveillance of American. Uh, that's been something we've heard reported in the news. Anything you can speak to about abuses of power therein? So the FBI conducts two types of, in, of investigations, if you were going to go broadly speaking. One half is criminal. They're pretty straightforward. There's an allegation. There's information. Indicates that a crime happened. We either have a, a victim or a subject that, that engaged in it, and you, and you try to prove that case. That's pretty much as straightforward as it needs to be. There are obviously complications. But when you move into the other side, it's not what Americans believe it is. The intelligence investigation is meant for information in the same way that the CIA doesn't have to prove a case against anybody overseas. An intelligence investigation is meant for intelligence, which is to say knowledge about things. And they continue to propagate for the sake of knowledge itself. And the knowledge doesn't have to be actional. It doesn't have to be operational. What we would call tactical information. It could just be knowledge that we just have now forever logged in a computer system. And so that doesn't require that you've done anything wrong simply by being the virtue of your position and your job, depending on your job, uh, by being an American citizen who may travel like uh, uh, your ancestry. These could be easily justified under a classified appendix that exists under the, the document that you're looking at there, which is called the dialogue. That's the, that's the governing dynamic for the FBI. It's the dialogue. The dialogue. That's the domestic uh, investigation operations guide. A classified appendix in dialogue provides the one paragraph justification for spying on anyone? If used unscrupulously. So the justification takes very little work. Whether it gets approved or not is another answer. I can't say that anybody would be approved to have a case on them. You generally have to write it out. It's, in the Bureau, they talk about it's not what you, what you did, it's what you wrote. It has to be in writing for it to have happened. And in a lot of ways, how you write that is whether or not you're going to open this case. If that case looks like it's articulated in an appropriate way, absolutely. Why wouldn't it be? And that, and that could be members of academia. It could be members of the press. It could be a politician there's going to be much more scrutiny the more substantial the target. But the justification, it's the same. It's mm -hmm. easy. 
And it's one paragraph that's tucked away at the end. It's one of the few parts of the entire public document that you see that will be redacted. It, it, it seems as though that could allow the FBI to create some pretense to launch this investigative intelligence work on anybody, as long as it's written up the right way. Correct. Um, it, it is so hard to shock people anymore, isn't it? Uh, it's almost like we sort of shrug and say, we already knew this already. Everybody assumes the government's looking into fill in the blank. This is the standard thing. Well, the government's looking into my phone. They can hear my conversations. Right. That may or may not be true. There, there certainly are people whose conversations are being captured. But what people don't think about is this. When you open up an intelligence investigation, you have an entire suite of tools. You can write secret subpoenas called NSLs that you'll never know about. The government can pull your bank records. They can find out who you were talking to on your phone. They can um, look at your social media. What's an NSL? It's a national security letter. And we'll never know about that. Never. So the predication of the national security letter is classified secret. It's hidden for 25 years. It's not going anywhere. No one's going to read it outside. To what end are they doing that? For the purpose of information. The end is the end is is itself. And they could do this to journalists. They could do this to anybody. And there's no question right now that the American public has looked at the FBI and they have lost the shine that may have existed 10 or 20 years ago. And I'm not going to speak whether or not it's appropriate for the FBI to have had the reputation it did. I think there have been crimes that have been committed in every decade by this organization. Some of them have been openly acknowledged. There's a reason why all FBI Academy graduates have spent a day at the Martin Luther King Memorial, because they're acknowledging this is the penance. It's penance that the future is doing for the past. And in the same way, we all have to go and attend the Holocaust Museum, spend a whole day at the Holocaust Museum with a specific program for law enforcement, with the whole idea that tyranny happens incrementally. And it happens by a bunch of people agreeing to small injustices over and over, simply to keep their paycheck and their pension. So what you're saying is the paycheck and the pension leads to the Holocaust. This is my contention. It's, it's a really, really dangerous step that if you're willing to accept incremental tyranny and small abuses of your authority, you take the pension and the paycheck and you'll walk it to whatever that darkest end is. And I don't have a problem with people who believe that they're doing the right thing. I have a problem with people who are doing the wrong thing and they know it. What is your message to the people in the FBI watching this? Because there will be a, a considerable amount of people that watch this and many of them in the FBI. What's your message to those people? You took an oath. You got to live it. You're the only one who's going to answer for it. But if something is being done and it's wrong, it's your job. It's literally your job. It's within your job description to stop things that are wrong. There's thousands and thousands of people who know what's right. They still know what's right. So now you just have to act like it. Whoa, right? Heavy. That was dropped 38 minutes ago online. That was heavy. What do you think? Well, I, I agree with everything he said. It's kind of funny. I probably coming come at this with stars in my eyes. I can literally remember one of the earliest books I had as a child, once I wasn't reading, like little kitty books, was a book about the FBI and the best and the brightest and stuff. I remember it was such a – and they were always heroes to me. And I've sat across a table from many an FBI agent on – 
friendly and unfriendly terms. I've been investigated half a dozen times and so forth. But I've always even felt proud when I'm across from the guys who were investigating me and yelling at me and such because they're like, well, I think of them as white, starched white shirt professionals. Like you don't even see in corporate America anymore. If you want to like go, no word of those people went, the kinds of people who carry themselves with, I mean, they're so professional. And I think of these guys with collars and just, they, they do it up. They're no longer, they're not the casual corporate guys anymore. Right. They make the kind of guys that make you proud, even literally I've been pro guys around the other side of the table. I've uh, guys and girls on the other side of the day, on the other agents, on the other side of the table, investigating me. And on the other side, I've been so proud that these, you know, and they have to, because I had so many bad things said about me all the time. Of course they had a duty and I was always super open. Call me in. Yeah, talk, that's how they you get want. you to do stuff. Well, well now said, you know that. Mm, you talked about that before. I'm not about For me, I am so glad that Ray's boy came out. I, you think it, this is Ray's boy? I'm a hundred percent sure. So, like, why would you say that? I, 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 the first gut. Here's the thing. He said exactly what I've been saying for years, and I'm pretty sure everyone's going to agree. He was talking about self-preservation. You know, self-preservation uh, for the institution. Well, self-preservation of the people. This is why, um, you know. Uh, People allow these little small tyrannies. I've been echoing this for four years on air, you know, that self-preservation is the ugliest quality, right? And the fact that he was like, you get your paycheck and your pension and you're just allowing it to happen because you've got a family to feed. People know what's wrong. Right. And and that's the thing. Self-preservation. You know what this, the, the great lesson of World War II. their jobs. Yep. I think yeah. it's Jordan Peterson who says this. But the, or no, no, it was so Mark bad. Stein. Mark Stein said this, that the great lesson of World War II is misread. People think it is don't be nationalistic. The truth is you have to it be. is when when people come for the values of liberalism, when people challenge our values, our principles, stand up immediately and defend them. Constitutional republicanism, liberal, libertarianism, whatever you want to, this thing that we all are. Right that stand up and defend them immediately and letting these, as, as that fellow just said, letting these incremental little and tyrannies. Little, and, yeah. It's, that's what it is. And then they do it for their job. It's like the people that took the shot. They did it just to keep their job. They gave away the most precious thing, which is their health. You know, health is like the most important thing we have. Money can't buy it. I think everyone who gets three shots or more is going to be stumped over three. Well, any years. shot. You know, one, two, maybe a little bit. Yeah, I was only following orders. Exactly. This is how it is. And it's it must so... be the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I don't know that reference. Um, what? We must be the Shadrach, these, these sound rather Meshach, biblical. and Abednego. It's you... by a thousand cuts. Death by a thousand cuts. It is kind of like that. Debt slaves. Mm. There aren't any Jason. There aren't any Jason. Hey, you know, you'd be surprised. It could be fat and round too. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, Book of Daniel. What you've been judging the balance and found wanting. That's something I frequently draw attention to. The Book of Daniel. Uh, temporary restraining orders. I think that is long overdue. I yeah. do that. These there's absolutely enough evidence. After I haven't read the the I haven't read the thing yet. But based on Mesa County number three. 
Have you seen the Mesa County Forensic Report, number three, Mesa County, Colorado? It's crazy. It shows. Yeah. Do you know about this? Yes. Okay. You want I do. To... I talk with Kurt. I haven't said it to my audience. Tell them. Mesa... You know this way better than me because you're involved with, the, you know, you're learning about the Arizona stuff. And Tina Peters. Do it. Tina Peters, Colorado, Mesa County, which is to say Grand Junction, Colorado, 230 voters. She, as a county recorder, has a duty to keep the county data safe and she can make backups. And the law doesn't say anything about how she can't or yeah, how yeah. she is to do that. Just provides her. So I'm eating carrots. I'm preparing. I'm preparing my props. So she got orders to let the a certain voting equipment manufacturer come in and do a trusted build and they were just going to touch the application update some applications of course we're not going to affect the 2020 election software you know, election data she didn't want them to she got orders from the secretary of state jenna griswold who's a dirty soros goon who sent goons to take these technicians in so they could do a trusted build well unbeknownst to them she had a certain cyber person show up show up previously and and image he, it forensically. Image it forensically. Had a, so then he sat next to the Dominion. Well, he, as the technicians came and they did watch this, them do watch everything. them do it, filmed it, filmed them over his shoulder, filming them committing thousands, tens of thousands of federal felonies, filmed them doing it. Then after they left, he took another image of that server. Those were all sent to a two man team, a professor emeritus of computer science of Texas A&M, along with someone else, some other high-end computer CEO, to compare the before and after picture. And A, they do show, yeah, there was a total smashdown, a total elimination of the data of 2020, so there's no real way to audit it anymore, et cetera. That's what the, the comparison showed. But the before image itself showed something really remarkable, just the before image. It showed that on the third day of counting, a new election database, a new illegal election database was created, stuffed with 30,000 votes, which cannot be backfilled. The county election officials know nothing about it. They claim they did not do it. These computer forensic people confirm this was too complicated for them to have done. And they deleted it on the second one? Well, they, they did a whole bunch of monkey business. A whole okay. bunch of mon monkey business happened on the machine three days into the counting. And none of the county officials even knew. They all claimed they didn't, they didn't even know, know about this. New the old the old database got disappeared. All this kind of crazy stuff happened under the surface on the computer. But what's even funnier is these guys actually say we believe the county officials. It was too complicated. They would not have known how to do it. So it was either done by somebody, a hacker, who was particularly good at covering his or traces, the IT county guy, or no, the IT. They say it's the IT county people don't know about it. They believe they don't know about it. And they agree these IT county guys are not sophisticated enough to do it. Now, what they say is the other alternative is an Easter egg within the machine that woke up maybe when certain ratios got beyond a certain point. You mean the algorithm that I was... Well, with an, yeah. yeah, there's something in the machine, an algorithm, that, yeah. a script that would wake up and Keep create directions. a new, new database and suck in votes and do all this complicated stuff. A little and frog where it would decrypt. Well, based on that yeah. and based on that report, one could make an argument if that's how it's done. In other words, if it came from the factory that way, then I would say that every, every county in America, which is using that 
that brand of machine now has a real reason. If they're sending their computers out that way from a factory, then that's problematic now. So I don't know. So it depends on how it was. How it, Have the, you seen the patent of Dominion machines? I have their original patents. Yeah. They actually say that they can remotely access them and program them. Well, that was actually filed at the U.S. Patent that's Office. not proof they did it. But, but it is shows true that but they have the capability. This Mesa County num report number three shows somebody did it. Or there was, it looked like there was a script on the machine, most likely explanation, that woke itself up and did all this horse manure, created a new database, sucked out 30,000 votes, broke the chain of title, altered, did whatever they wanted to do, boom. And... You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's totally illegal. And the county people agree, oh, we know nothing about that. And whoever did that, that was really illegal. And so who we, did it? Either some hacker did it and covered his tracks or it was done within the machine. It was a pre-built program within the machine that said, hey, if Biden starts losing by more than this, you need to do this, do this. trickery under the table. Oh, and the other thing is this would never have been found. If we didn't have the image audit. before. A normal audit, this never. would never have been found. This was found because you had to get all the way down to the bits and bytes in a forensic image. That is... So what do we do? Like every, Okay, so so like, you know, this report that I'm working on, right? And this is like all about the election stuff. And I'm building the case of the Bitcoin wallets, the AFL-CIO, the Jace, the, 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 the riots, the C the 501c3s and the c4s that were funding stuff right I, so as i'm putting it together i like parsed it so it gave me a little bit of peace and quiet time wait a second week. i see a job says not true patrick please explain job what is untrue oh what is he saying job said that what i'm saying is untrue i want to know it came out in arizona uh, well, I'm talking about Mesa County, Colorado report, forensic report number three that came out a few weeks ago, and it's up on my locals account. It was I put up there on my locals, probably also my Telegram. Yeah, we need to not use machines. So the TROs for not using the machines is a pretty good way to go. Yeah, that's a great way I to mean, go. I mean, we need all of fight them across them on the that front. We're going to fight them on so many different fronts. And so the information that came out of Mesa County shows it, that if that was, in fact, a, a little hidden program from the machine, and by the way, one of our mutual cyber dolphin speakers yeah. has been telling me for a year that there are Easter eggs buried. In everything. In everything. Yeah. Do you know, you explain yeah. to them what an Easter egg well, is? Well, yeah, no, they understand. And that can be activated with something simple as a cat card. It wouldn't uh, even have to be activated. Content. Yeah, it doesn't. It could be pre-programmed to if, see something. If Biden starts running yeah. too far behind, right. then, then it, activate this and, and do then, that and stock them up with. Right, but that's that's how the that's how the trap door works. So remember when we were discussing back in 2020, where I was telling you there's a trap door that shuffles the votes, mm -hmm. right? So you go in and then you shuffle them to anonymize, and then it encrypts it, encrypts it, decrypts it, decrypts it. That's where it calculates that. That's where the Easter egg is. Mm -hmm. And guess where that? What's that called? That's the source code. That's the one that they put into the three third party. To and now that third party, that's going to turn out to be right? really important. What third yeah. party got to hold yeah. all that? Well, Texas code? went to go get it. Georgia won't release the escrow company's name. Mm. People have been foiling for two years. Maybe there's something uh, there that needs to be yes. known. Yes, yes. Yeah. 
Maybe you're the you're the gal to tell the world someday. Well, Where is that really escrowed? Yeah, see, frogs. So frogs are like uh, Easter eggs. So what they do is they pretend they have a job, right? That Easter egg pretends it has a job. So in this case, it's a decryption. Mm-hmm. So decryption means I just, you know, uh, translate something, right? But it's decryption with instructions. Mm-hmm. That's what a frog is. Copy. And so um, that's what's uh, interesting. Just plant a script. Patrick is correct. Just plant a script in Windows 10 operating system. Start a script, designate it, remotely start. What's really funny is some of this stuff runs on like Windows 5. Some of these machines are running on Windows that Microsoft doesn't support, doesn't have anyone working at Microsoft who even remembers. Yeah, they don't even know what it looks like. It's so, it's like from 2004. You know, seven or something. No, they don't support. It's been a decade since they supported, and no one there. And yet, the machines are still running on this on this stuff that is so far beyond anything patchable or repair. It's like from it's five generations ago. Yeah. So, all, or are all zero knowledge proof bad or just frog ciphers? So that's the thing. The zero knowledge proof, well, zero proof theory, as they say, right, is that if you can't prove that someone is stealing and you can't prove that someone isn't stealing, then you shouldn't be using it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty plain and simple. Right. And Correct. this is the argument that should be made from day one. I, you're telling me I can't see the source code, and you're giving it to some special company in escrow that then says it's great, and then it tells the VSTLs, hey, the report's great on the source code. You just check all the other stuff, the COTS and the software, right? So well, how do I know that that company's legit? Yeah. Yeah. So let's see. Let's get a couple questions before we close for the day. Did we freeze? Yeah, we froze, but we're still. Oh, we still broadcasting. Yeah, we are. We are. It's just Rumble does that to me all the time. What if we stole some of the question? What if we stole the election from Adolf Hitler? Wake up, guys! What if we stole the election for Adolf Hitler? Wake up the world, real quick. Oh, does that mean? Yeah, like it's okay. Like if if you could kill Hitler while he was a baby, wouldn't you? Therefore. If we stole the election from Donald Trump, is that okay? See, SLI gaming. Steal it for Adolf Hitler. You know how much shit I get from people because you're you 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 like Warren Buffett. Love Warren Buffett. Yeah, I'm I don't. sorry. There's no chance Warren Buffett knowingly gave his money to any organization that would have You don't know that for a fact. I haven't known him since I was thirteen and he was forty eight. He would never knowingly do something to hurt America. He might think he's doing something to help. Kind of uh, like I did. Voter turnout and things like that, and not, but he would never give. I know the guy. He would never do something that was illegal. That might that if that he thought his money was going to people who were asymmetrically or doing anything underhanded. I just yeah. know the guy. Well, um, yeah, I get a lot of shit for that. Well, so um, so a lot. So anyway, I, I, I was going to say the report that I'm doing. I don't know Bill Gates in the same way at all. I don't know. He's releasing some weird ass genetically modified mosquitoes in Florida. Bill is a bit like, you know, your Mary Shelley, the Frank books, Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein is the doctor. People all think Frankenstein is the monster. You remember the name of the monster? Anybody? The name no, of the monster no. was the monster. Oh, yeah. The name of the monster was a monster, but the monster was actually Frankenstein. Well, Dr. Frankenstein was this young man who was so he was a scientist and so excited about science and technology and what he could do with it that he didn't, he sort of lost his bearings about thinking about risks and things getting away from him and Jurassic Park type moments. And that's, that was the lesson. Of, and I'm afraid that 
Bill, whom I've met and was very cordial to me, and I, he's Warren Buffett's very good friend, and I met him uh, independently once, was, was up at Microsoft, and we had a nice chat. He uh, I mean, he doesn't have that same judgment, and, and uh, it's possible that I could imagine he gets so carried away Want me to tell you a little bit more about him and your your what uh, Warren? People? No, uh, Gates. I know a little well, bit more about this. You know, you like. uh, so Gates. Uh, you know, okay. So here's I've never met Gates, but I do remember that um, Gates started because he was he wasn't shy and he was he was picking up a phone, and it's kind of like Elon and I know I've I actually met Steve Jobs, and I had asked him about you know people inventing things you know at like one of these conferences mm -hmm. and i said so what do you think about people like bill gates and whatever do you know what he said what he's like they're not smart they're smart talkers they hire all the right people to do the things for them because they have the great ideas they're not able to do the things that i can do they they're visionaries but without funny. the skills that's funny because well steve you jobs know? was himself super personally skilled but his yeah. skills were not Fine-tuned. Yeah. Well, they were not the technology. That would have been Waz. Waz was the engineer. Right. And Steve was the more of the showman. However, Steve wasn't just the showman. Steve had the, the design eye and the design sensibility that was extraordinary. So that is a form of contribution. Yeah. I would guess in Bill Gates's case, he has no design eye. And even that was somebody he hired. But um, So I met Gates. He was a very shy and artistic fellow. But I'll tell you something, and this is about 15 years ago, I was speaking at digital marketing or something at Microsoft, they asked me, because we were very early adopters. Um, he, uh, I'll tell you the truth, because I've known him through once removed since 1991, he became Buffett's friend. And this is what people don't know about Bill. He, he was, by the mid-90s, very hated. And the DOJ was going after him. Monopoly and, he, and stuff like that. He'd become synonymous yeah. with sort of robber baron. Just He was just vilified. So he got married to Melinda. And Melinda's whole function, she took her mission, was to rehabilitate Bill Gates and make him a world historic hero. Right. And they very carefully studied. And it's, a, it's a, something that Buffett teaches, that what people should do with their money, whether is you pick one thing that you can don't be like people who smear their money all around you. Pick right. One thing you can fix and you fix that. So if you're Bill Gates, if you're Warren Buffett, that's population and, and nuclear war. He thinks he, he thinks, Well, he I mean, tried. he spent his, a lot of his money that way, but his Bill Gates, they studied and they decided world health and they decided pandemics. And they know that pandemics come sort of every seven to 10 years, one pandemic or another. So for 25 years, Bill and Melinda, that's what they that's what they focused on. Now, sometimes people look at that and the fact that they did this as a kind of like planning for they were planning on doing this. No, but I would say this is the Dr. Frankenstein comparison, Mike. I think that he's gotten it worked in his, his head for decades that he wants to be the guy who saves the world with the magic vaccine at the end. He wants to be the football hero. And because he's been working on that for so for long. 25. And so that's why. And so you will find these things that he has. The question is, though, why health? Did he have any health issues? Did he have kids that had health no, issues? Because they knew what they were billionaires true? and they wanted to do something. You know, the Gates is Buffett's advice is that. But it's also like if you're in middle class, then that issue becomes take your local county high school Prom library, queen? library oh. and say, I'm going to make this the best 
junior high library in the county. And that's how, what you do with your money. Bill Gates. So you, that so that's just a philosophy. You think, that, you think that's so, the way you went? I, I said this is, how, this is how Buffett thinks. And Buffett right. advised Gates. They became very close around 91. Buffett advised Gates this. So they looked at him. So Gates and Melinda looked at the whole world and they knew they would have tens of billions of dollars. And they decided world health and in particular pandemics and viruses. And that's how we're going to make this huge mark on history and and resurrect Bill Gates's image. And that was the plan since about 1996. Okay, so, so he, he said focus on there to revamp his his brand. That's basically. what it all exactly. Okay, and that's so, what it's all been about. So when people see this stuff that look in 2013, he was planning this and that about vaccines and stuff. It wasn't that he was planning to make this happen. It was that he was he believed. I know because I've talked to people. I, I, I don't want to say any more names, but so he was one step removed, and I have sat and talked to him. And there, he already knew. He would have told you by 2000 that there's a pandemic in the world every seven or eight years. I think right, the number is. right, right, right. And so they they just see them. It's coming. like a circadian rhythm. Yeah. yeah. And he he's always known there's going to be the big one though. He's been since about 2005. He's been planning for someday there's going to be a big one, and he's been dreaming of the guy who's going to be there with a shot to save humanity. And like I say, maybe he's too carried away with the prospects of oh, the god complex thing. The yeah. Dr. Frankenstein thing to, yeah. to think about as much as he should the possible risks. Maybe I don't know. So he's not he's not the evil guy that I, I that think I, he is. well he's do you think he well now if he is in fact trying to wipe out ninety percent of humanity then I would draw my comment but I think that's not what he's doing I think he's just kind of well I think he is only when I heard him about saying how we need to remove most of the population. Where did he say that? And there's like this. I'll send you the video. He had like this speech where he was talking about the need for depopulation. Um, so he went on to that trip like Margaret Sanger and the early 1900s of depopulation. So it, it freezes, but they, they, they can see us. It's just because I'm hot spotting. So this is live rumble. So we can see the messages live. Right. Just- so you can see it. So I just saw bullshit. Buffett made millions off the, the railroads. Yeah, well, Buffett's job is to make millions. And let me tell you a different way of looking at that decision. Buffett knew 10 or 15 years ago that eventually this reckless, reckless printing of money is eventually going to drive inflation. And so Buffett wanted to move his capital to businesses. There are some businesses that ride above inflation. Owning an apartment or a condo that you lease out kind of rides above inflation because whatever inflation is, you can always just keep on raising it. Railroads are the same way. And so he moved tens of billions, hundreds of billions of dollars into the railroad business because he knew that there would eventually be big inflation hitting the United States. And when it did, he wanted assets that no matter what inflation is, those assets will ride will ride on top of it. Yeah, he was good at envisioning what was necessary, and his job is to make money. I know, and, and I yeah. know for a fact that's what his thinking is. I know him. I've sat across the table having a steak from him as he walked me all through that, you know, decade and a half ago. So when people instead say, well, this or that, he's in the railroads and I see the link between the railroads and the pipeline and this and that. Yeah, this is the case. The cancellation of the pipeline. Well, well, yeah, that's not why he got into railroads. He got into railroads because he knew inflation was eventually going to come and wash over the United States again. And that's always stable. He wanted assets that would always rise above them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he's smart. He's smart. Do do I think that he's a villain, that Buffett's a villain? No, but do I think he's uh, super good? No. Why do you think he's 
Uh, what I want, I wish we could freeze. Yeah, this. We can't. We have to tell Rumble that I'm going to be sending them some. What suggestions. else with Rumble is you can't forward 15 seconds, rewind 15 seconds. That's so. When you watch, yeah, you can't yeah, you can't do that. Buffett is old school hardware industrial, correct? And he's a real. Listen, there aren't many rich people. Who, Gates, I believe, is a villain. I agree with them on that. Well, I think he's just off his rocker because I saw a video of him in Africa walking, saying how he needs to sterilize these people because they make too many babies. But that's a cultural thing too. They I, keep making it his, about condoms. Did his father know? really deal with uh, Margaret Sanger? Yeah. Spoke Charlie Pat is off the hook on Buffett. Charlie Munger spoke. That's his friend, though. See, it's like this. I don't agree with everything you say. How many times do we fight? Like all the time. Not all the time. Well, but no, no, we agree. Yeah, periodically. Yeah. So I don't agree with everything he says, but I I can tell you exactly who he is. You know. Um, Chris, look, when I was 13 years old, I told this story on stage recently. Can I tell them the story? Yeah, of course. So my father was we were broke as a joke my father was air rutgers air force rotc uh screwed up in the air force and got sent to greenland for three years comes out greenland north shore greenland like a ice station zebra or something i was in greenland at one point fuel 200 miles north of tool yeah really he was there for three years he pissed off some general different story i'll tie some night wow so he spent that he gets out marries my mom goes to michigan studies actuarial science, becomes a life insurance mathematician clerk. That's when we start coming into existence, my brothers and I. He bounces around all these corporations. He got passed over in 1976 for a job. He felt, because he was Catholic, Irish, big Irish Catholic, and insurance was still worked in Hartford, like they cared about stuff like that. And he had a guy he brought with him his whole career who was Jewish, and that was especially problematic to the waspy hard for people right but anyway so they <clears throat> he had passed over and he quit he got recruited to him and like so i had this i mean i've had this these incredible tailwinds in life but what people don't realize is it wasn't like we were born with a silver spoon. spoon it's like Work. we lived the whole well we lived the horatio alger dream and my 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 parents lived the horatio alger dream so he moves he got recruited to this car insurance company didn't know anything about car insurance but it was broken, about to go out of business. He was supposed to take it through bankruptcy. He takes that job. It's his first job running things. We literally never had a new car. And we had an order in for our first new car, $7,000 station wagon. He's at the business about two weeks. And he realizes we don't have to bankrupt this. There's a way of saving it. If I do this and then I cut this. And he starts doing it about two weeks into it. I'm 13 years old. He gets a phone call that there's some funny guy from Nebraska who wants to meet him. Have I ever told you the story? No. So they, he goes down, coming to town. He wants to meet my dad. My dad goes down to meet him. And they sit there talking all night. And he comes back in the morning, like at 8 o'clock in the morning, I'm eating eggs, high school kid. And he's, my father says, I just met the smartest man I've ever met in my entire life. We're canceling the order on the new car. My mom was furious. <laughs> and he put the $7,000 in his friend's company. And his friend that he had just met, who was worth about $100 million at the time, sunk $50 million in on my dad's new company that he'd been working at about two months. And that was <clears throat> Geico. Yeah. And Geico went on. My dad turned it around. It didn't go bankrupt. And it went on to do To be things. the gecko. And his friend, Buffett, that $7,000 that went into Buffett, Berkshire Hathaway in 1776, turned into a, you know, a fortune for generations on its own. So that's how, so, but, and for me, Buffett became kind of a rabbi to me. It was quite, 
strange. He always made time whenever he came east. He'd even send messages, well, I'm going to be in New York three weeks from now, Patrick, and I'm going to have Wednesday afternoon free. Please come. And when I was 15, I would take a train up to New York and I'd go. He would just make time to spend two or three hours with me. So he's been this great, great influence in my life right. after my parents. So that's what he'll always be to me. And I'll tell you what's weird. I've met a lot of rich people in my life. He's the only one who always wants to talk to you about, you know, he'd say, Tori, you're like, how old are you? 35? You know, you've been alive 15% of the length of the Republic. What if you, you know, you, you've been alive 15 or percent of the length of our entire country. What have you contributed and how are you going to have, he's always talking about the country and our need to do good things. So he would never, ever try to hijack or do anything like I don't believe it. that either. I don't believe he it. He might either. give money to organizations he thought were decent, but it turns out no, they weren't. No and the thing is people can't fathom that people make mistakes. Do you see what I'm saying? Like people can't fathom that. Yeah. Maybe they made a bad investment or, you know, they put their, their, you know, eggs in all in the wrong basket. Well, Buffett like is the anti-Trump. Buffett is stylistically the anti-Trump. And uh, so that's probably. He likes structure. That's why. I think he likes structure. Buffett? And, yeah. Yeah. And oh, President Trump did much. not give structure. He gave power to the people, which is uh, chaos and, 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 and very, um, you know, uh, schoolhouse-like. But it would only be temporary until the people figured it out. You know, and he likes structure and I get it. And structure means stability in his businesses and his outlook and and how to plug in the algorithm. I get it why he wouldn't like organized chaos. I like to say organized chaos. It would be getting off the teat and giving control. Could you imagine if the people were actually in control of the nation? It would be completely different. It wouldn't be as structured as it is. Uh, We probably wouldn't be 50 states. We'd either be less or more. Mm. You know, people would secede. I'm pretty sure that there's California areas in California would be, would be like, I'm out. I and it's like, of, sure, go ahead. Bye. Oregon would be in, in Idaho. Yeah. Well, you know, or <coughs> Montana. Right. I'm just saying, let's talk. What blue. is Buffett going to do to save the country? I don't know. You know, we're actually know. given what I'm doing in my life. It's probably best that Mr. Buffett and I don't talk right now. Yes, we are in a break room. We're in a break room of the world. World headquarters. I seem naive. I seem naive. Don't say anything. Like, when will you have spooked on your show? Uh, when will we have who? Uh, there's there's a former CIA. Spooked? Um, he, he goes by spooked. Hmm. He actually tried to take him out and poison him and his family. Hmm. Do you know that? I'll tell you about him. He's a good guy. Oh, I was mentioning my report. Yeah. So the report that I'm putting together, you know what I, and you know, I know how I, I see things like from the top and as I'm seeing it and I'm gathering this notebook with that data and that data so that I could put the report, I'm thinking, shit, if anyone actually saw this, they'd be like, fuck this shit. We can't fix it hmm. because it was so intricately layered, but it was so simple. It was just hmm. like, it was as simple as filing your dishes in a cabinet. For someone like me who understands the structure of an operation, right? But if any normal person would see just how well, well, many somebody's telling me something. Happening. Excuse me, Big Mike Obama. Snow globe equals firmament. Snow globe is the name of the thing I've I've come public about. What yeah. was what did they mean by snow globe equals firmament? I wonder. The firmament. Oh, that's a woo thing. When is Spook going to be on? I don't know. We'll see. 
I learn a lot from Tori. I listen a lot from Tori. I listen a lot to Tori. I, I, I listen to you too. Well, I, I don't. You don't learn from me. I do. Who's going to do it? What do you think of Durham's timing? What do you think is going to happen here? See, the thing is, that's the, that's the thing about Durham. I think I told you this like almost a year ago. It takes time because it's kind of like weeds. If you're in the garden and you have weeds, what do you do? You pull them out. Mm -hmm. If you yank them and the root's still there, what happens? You get more back. weeds. So what he's doing now is loosening the soil and starting the tub. This is right. This, this is Durham. Durham. Like who Durham is is a different story. The who is a Durham. different story. You think he's loosened and starting to pull? Well, you have it to. It looks like he's all up in Hillary's. Well, days, you know, we got it? Sussman. We got a little bit of Adam Schiff. Now that's <gasps> okay. Sweet. Did I ever show you? Did I ever tell you about the Deutsche Bank executive at a hospital? Oh, I got to tell you this offline then. Okay. Sorry, guys. I have to tell him that offline. Okay. Um, HRC Snow Globe. Yeah. Doesn't sound like Patrick listens to Toria. Yeah, he does. I do. I do. I do. I, I listen can. to him too. We we have a lot. Both have a lot going on. Why well, was I? We have a lot going on. We talk more than I listen to. Do, we talk more. Yeah. No. And you like no. Keep it simple, Tori, because I like to talk. Um, Taiwan. Did you see what happened? No. In Taiwan. Now we're recognizing them as part of China. We are. Yeah. When did that happen? When did that thing happen with China? Let me just see. The the thing where. Now we're recognizing Taiwan as China. Was this today? No, I think it was a couple of days ago. I've just been so busy trying to see. He should just read. Still waiting on the 12th. Yeah. Jutterbees is trolling me because of my documentary. I can't put it out. It's always something coming up. I'm trying to see when was it that Biden changed it to Taiwan as part of China? Yesterday. Okay, yesterday it happened. Well, I saw it. The day before we're yesterday, now saying day we're not going to defend it. We resolved our strategic ambiguity. Well, now, the, now Taiwan. It? Yeah, he 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 said it was China. It was the day before so yesterday. So now if yesterday, China attacks, yeah. we're not going to defend. Is what he's saying. He's just saying that they're part of China. Well, what's the implication? So other people are today. So it's a new story. Yeah, it's a new story. Durham's a real person. Persons. China arrested all Catholic priests and put them in camps. Where's Wiener's laptop? I don't know, but he's on ABC 777 on John Katsimidis. He's having a radio show now that he's out right. of prison. What's the plan? They just say, they'll just say he misspoke. What did you want to tell us last night about Coden? What happened to Pelosi's laptop? I actually, funny you say that. I have recently acquired Pelosi's laptop from January. It was taken out on the 6th, and I have an image taken on the 8th. Can I have an image? No. Well, let me, well, no. That's As a not, journalist. You are a journalist, but I. Uh, tell him to give me a copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull this stuff out rather than talking about Peter Henderson being a character. It's like, yo, using GMX servers. Like, you know, my God, I need a copy. This happened when I fought Wall Street. When I fought Wall Street, it turned out all over Wall Street, there were people who were whistleblowers or who were thinking about being whistleblowers or thinking they probably should have been whistleblowers. Hand it over. 
or they were on the edge of trying to get the nerve up to be a whistleblower, and they all started reaching out and contacting me. So I had all these whistleblowers <clears throat> contacting me. So even though the feds, who hate, you know, don't like me, I don't mean they claim any special, like I got a bunch of friends, but it just kind of worked that I had a lot of people who would contact I knew what to do with them. And right. I could kind of get them at least a nice first meeting. It's not like I could promise them nothing bad would happen. But if they... They're um, all telling you, give Tori a copy. <laughs> and well, now that's happening. We're basically some anons out there. Some... Is it uh, the people I know? Not anons in, your, in the Q&A Yeah, sense. I know. I and know. they're like computer sense. Yeah. No, it's other, other people you would oh, not, a whole okay. branch you don't know about, are starting to hold, provide me things. Do you know about the trans, the transsexual uh, 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 cyber group? Yes. Do you, what's the name of the group? Have, do you know? The ones that were on Black Planet, right? Are you talking about the Black Planet one? Oh. No, but there's do a group Black of Planet? anons out there, of uh, hackers out there who are evidently transsexuals. That's their thing. It's kind of funny because I, and the first transsexual I met was a guy who worked at Overstock who was becoming a girl and wanted to explain it all to me. And was, Oh my gosh, I could just picture the conversation though. No, it was okay. No, you were probably inquiring on it, but then you were just like, yeah, I'm leaving now. No, they had, some point. well, so we had 600 people and there were six bathrooms and this person came and explained the thing about bathrooms. And it's kind of weird. Yeah, we can't, we don't want to be in the woods. We don't want to be, so we just took one bathroom out of six for 600 people and we made it the trans bathroom. And from then on, it was the trans. And, and so anyway, well, that's it happened okay. to be a cyber guy. I wonder. I just yeah. wonder why it is that there, there's a, a team of, like, remember the old Anon, anonymous group, the hacker group collective? Yeah. There's a smaller group of them. I don't want to say their name, but they're transvestite. I think trans, it's the same one from trans. Black Planet, but they go it's by got, a different one. The word blue is in it. Do you know the word blue? Um, uh, the one with the word blue in it? Anyway. So they... Uh, Good people, uh, good Americans, I guess. Yeah, well, it doesn't matter. They're, I mean, they're gender helping, dysphoria is a really big thing. It is a big thing. Could you imagine? I wonder if it was a big thing until people were able to do it. Yeah. Right? Because I think now they're just brave enough to talk about it. And it's gender dysphoria. Could you imagine feeling like you should have been another, you know? Funny you say that. You know, I've, I'm just saying, like, I've imagine it. Yeah, I have. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not upset if you want to be a, a trans. I and would say that makes you feel better and it's therapy for you, but you have to be sure because there's people that transition and then they want to go back to what they were and they realize, Oh, you know, this was the wrong thing. And, you know, yeah, I'll it's not like God makes mistakes. My but. thoughts on it changed over time because at first I thought it was stupid. Blue no. lizard squad. What is blue? blue lizard squad. Mm. Not saying anything. Yeah, I am. But anyway, they, uh, they, Yes. My thoughts on it changed over time because I thought at first, especially anything, and then somebody explained how they how it had been to them, and I still thought, gee, this is really. If somebody wants to do it when they're older, obviously over eighteen, and a child should make, be able to make such a decision. This, this, and this. I follow the work of an academic named Deborah So S O H, who has studied this from Providence Brown. She's a very good academic. Um, and straightforward, and you would like she's something like you when I think about her personality. Yeah, um, she's very she's very confident. Uh, and then, but I talked to someone else who told me just what you said. You had no idea what it was like growing up and to to feel like I did about myself. 
how they were. However, then, but the real way to measure it is probably something like suicide rate after over 20 years. And my understanding is that people who go through all this, they're kind of happy for 10 years and then they become. Yeah, it becomes a lifestyle. That's why. Uh, Rather than understanding why they feel like that. Right. Because it doesn't make sense. You change your sex to be with the same sex that you were. Do you see what I'm saying? It's as I'm if not sure they do. I, I, I don't no, know. Well, the majority of, of men that transition to women then go on to have relationships with men, which means is that, that, that their that dysphoria is that they are attracted to men, but they think they need to be a woman and feel like a woman for the man they're attracted Who to. Who is the guy? Caitlyn Jenner. Did, what, but did Bruce, he, yeah, Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. Caitlyn. Okay, yeah, well, Caitlyn. Bruce Jenner yeah. became Caitlyn Jenner. Javelin thrower, Wheaties. Too. Does he? Right. He was... Uh, does he date men or women? I don't know. I don't even. I, don't I think he dates men now. I, okay. But she dates men. Like I mean, that's the way it goes. That's what I'm saying. It's a dysphoria because you're you're mm. you know sometimes some people are like I'm cool with liking the same sex, right? Other people are like, oh, it still's got to be man and woman. I feel like a woman. That's why I like a man. Do you see what I'm saying? It's it's different because well, it's it's weird because even the women that transition to men. Date women. Uh, Think about it. It's dysphoria in their feelings well, inside. But anyway, I it's okay. Very pain. Well, actually, like I said, there's one of them that I spoke to explained it in a way that made me understand life might have been very difficult. However, I, uh, I think that the thing for kids is different. That's fucked think, up. That's fucked up. Yeah, kids it can't, is. Because like evidently 90% of them grow out of it. If they Kids just, don't know they have to use the bathroom when they're playing outside. They're going to know what sex they are at seven. They yeah. can't tie their shoe. Uh, they don't know when they're hungry. They don't know how to they do things. They can't make and, life decisions like that. And so, but I'm totally They pee cool. themselves when they're riding their bicycles. <clears throat> when anyone's over 18, what they want to do, if it's an yes. educated, informed consent, that's their business. But I do wonder, like Deborah So says, there's... A lot of mathematical evidence that this is kind of driven by fad rather than internal. Yeah, it, that it's a that it's a that it's a lifestyle. Well, it's, it's more it's like more for, so girls yeah. start having puberty for boys isn't unpleasant for girls. It's unpleasant, crazy. crazy. And then someone's in the group says, "Well, I've learned that if I can just take these shots, all that unpleasantness goes away." And before you know it, there's clusters where the her friends are doing it, and it's all cluster based, right. which indicates it's probably not true. A true gender. Dysphoria. It could be just something yeah. Else. And you notice that most women that are gay are women that fail with men. Majority that are actually like gay, like like women that like women. Most of them, they just fail with men. Period. Or they're. Oh, I'm glad you said yeah. that, not me. Yeah. No. Hey, no. That, that's true. That <laughs> that's that true. That's true. The majority of them fail with men. What they is have, it? I used to be kind of an honorary member of the. Friends of Dorothy? The Stanford Lesbian Society. Dude, I they used, used to, to bring me to the all their parties. They used to invite me to all the parties. I, I couldn't understand why. It's funny because I thought I was like their worst nightmare, but they used to always want me. They were great. Yeah, and you'd be like, I, why, oh, hello? No, yeah. <laughs> You're gay? This is horrible. I don't know why they always invited me to the parties. Gotten lucky. I wish I'd, that's why I wish I'd met I, Rachel Maddow, who's very. Oh, good. my gosh. She was a few years that after dude, me. That dude, Maddow. Oh, my gosh. She was a few years after me at Stanford, and I'm sure she was big at the Stanford. Oh, my Lesbian. gosh. Was she a lesbian then? No. That's the She's thing. Sort of the classic Some women lesbian. have really messed up relationship with men, so She's then like, they go I'm, with guys. Imagine a whole room women. of Rachel Meadows. Oh my that's gosh! What that's like, like that's like all... that sounds like torture. I'd rather get my face eaten off by a rat. I'm just saying, like, no way. Oh my gosh. Four professional women's basketball players. That was another. 
Anyway. Yeah, yeah, no. This is like reminiscing. Okay. Yeah. Do you, did you wear Birkenstocks, Patrick? <laughs> no, no. I was to? a total bloke. I was a. I was never along. I was never. I was never anything but sort of the foot. The, the guy that they would see as a bloke, which always thought was funny that they wanted to have, want me to come hang out with them. Uh, same with the women who taught classes on feminism. Used to want me kind of as a foil. They would want me to be in the class at least uh, audit it. So they could use me, and I would debate, and I would debate with them about stuff. But they used to always want me to be there. But night, it was, it was yeah, nice. feminists was nice. are weird. I, I think it's like cancer on society, to be honest. <coughs> no, I mean, yeah, it is. I think the it's like it's completely overdone. Give me a break. Completely <laughs> overdone. I'm a woman. I I use sexual politics to get out of binds. I worked with a lot of men in my life, right? I never had. I made more moves and did a lot more than most men because uh, it was rated on me. And this is at a time where people thought that we were, you know, shoulder pads, you know, the power woman, late nineties, right? Weren't they wearing shoulder pads then? Right. And I'm like, kind of a second wave feminist. Camellia Paglia. You no, know, women should be domesticated. I can peel potatoes without a potato peeler. They should be able to cook. They should be able to clean. Their job is to be able to make babies. I think that's so. a personal set of yeah, choices, right. which is fine. Yeah, but, but I, I believe have, that. But, but the they law, should always. This stuff is second wave feminism. Oh God, we're the sitting law, by the law. <laughs> the law should give equal opportunity. That's yes. all I'm saying. Third wave feminist is the stuff that's around today. That's that's it's crazy. It's like we don't need men, and it's like women should have more. Is they talk about inequality and salary, but they only focus on like this job that's congested. Yeah, that's congested. And the thing is, it's like okay, then why don't you ask about equality or more presence or equal opportunity in fucking climbing rigs and um, you know operating cranes in Seattle up you know fifty thousand feet high? Oh, we don't want to do that," says the lady from Quick her climbers. privileged position, you know, at some do you university. Know Naomi Wolf? Yes, do you- I, I don't like know her, know her, but I know of her. What do you think of she? She would be the early third wave feminist, and uh, I thought that actually she's coming out and doing something pretty heroic now. Don't you think? Have you seen her on the Vax? Mm, she, no. Oh, she's become a total. Well, she's one of okay. us. The, she's one of us. Well, the vaccine I think changed a lot of people. I know that a lot of people that were liberals um, and staunch Democrats changed their mind the minute the vaccine came. Free stuff is why. Late, but tranny fluids. What? You really have a high opinion of yourself. Help Tori. Help the nation. We don't care who you know. Pelosi's laptop. Yeah, I do. Oh, I'm trying to find on the other side. If we're going to win this, it's about uniting the tribes. And who yeah, the tribes? I know, I know. But the tribes, they're not all the same tribe. I need them all to forget their history. Let's look at. We need to the stop being in a tribal. position. You know. And remember, look, we have allies on the other side. Here's this wonderful intellectual, Naomi Wolf, who's completely come out. She's like RFK Jr. RFK right. Jr. I don't care that, he, that he's a Democrat and you guys don't like Democrats. We need, it's not about that stuff. It's about finding the tribes and getting over, getting past whatever separated us and all getting united on the important stuff. So I'm proud to say yeah. that uh, to compliment when I see people on the other side doing the right thing and the brave thing, the unexpected thing, I love calling them out for it. I'm a go RFK. 
Do you know anything about the diesel shortage? Gas is really high. I ran out of, I did that stickers. I've been posting them all over freaking Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I've been. Uh, I did that? Yeah. Those the, are funny. We started, I see those. We started I've seen that. them in the Midwest. Yeah, but, but all of them started putting these stickers. Our new stickers are in Peach 44 stickers. I don't think Naomi's ego-driven. Well, not anyway. She's, uh, uh, I think, I think that she's on. She's doing yeah, the you right introduced thing. me to Naomi on text, oh. no? I think. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I know I know of her. Steve, Steve Bannon, Bannon rocks. rocks. When he combs his hair. I like it when he combs his hair. Why did Patrick bat Bianca but says Corona's bad? I they're probably talking about that fellow. Let's not even talk about him. Okay. And I didn't even know there's any connection. Is there a connection With between what? him and Bianca? I'm not aware of that. Um Kennedy is on fire for the children. I love RFK. RFK. I want to buy him a beer. He's a fine guy. I met him yeah. in D.C. He's a real gentleman. You know, he was of all the Kennedy brothers, frankly. John. Wait, John, wait a minute. Wait, wait, one John second. Joseph. Wait, wait. Let's talk about this Pelosi computer because I'm like registering it now and I'm like salivating. So like, like so that shot of the guy jumping out. I probably just computer. got a bunch of FBI people up my ass, but pardon me. But yeah. That's why you need to give me an image. I, I, I have, have drives in my bag. I can come and just copy it. I have blank drives in my little in my bag. But it has been supplied yeah. to me. The oh my Nancy gosh. Pelosi thing. I would I would like it and I wouldn't publish anything. From the hard I have not it's uh finished exploiting it. I'm not well, I haven't even begun. I'd like to just read the <clears> emails. Some, anyway, see. I have it. it. The image was taken on November on uh, January eighth, I believe. Oh my gosh. That oh my gosh. Before being returned to her. Uh, what happened to Q&A? We've been doing Q&A, but we're like looking at You know what I can give you? Uh, well, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Silver market manipulation copies. Protecting there are Patrick. copies yeah. in the right place. Look, frame it this way. By, uh, there's a plastic case with a hard drive under a rock by a tree stump against a tree in a certain national park different. somewhere in the northwest of America. Uh, waterproof plastic case, and so that's as well as certain things on on overseas servers under dead men switches. So everything someone get, I do said gets that what I that. say: United America is an unstoppable America. We need yeah. everyone to be united. So, yeah, I do need it. Yeah, wasn't the laptop returned to Pelosi? I thought it was. Was it not? Maybe not. I wasn't following it. Drives and smokes. You know, tomorrow. If that's doing. true, it indicates White House were working on January 6th. Why is that? How Why? Does that? How does that even tie into it? I love General Flynn. I think he's terrific. I, and I don't worry, he's not a Satanist. Um, well, we have a cigarette shortage. That's when I'm going to be like, hey, you need to help me get cigarettes, Patrick. <laughs> get cigarettes as a, uh, if you smoke them, get a whole bunch because they will also be currency. Cigarettes will be currency. Silver dimes it, and like cigarettes. Princess, for like prison? Where no, they exchange, if like, there's cigarettes? a collapse of oh. civilization, you want to have, read a book called One Second After. Oh, one second. Wait, you know that no, book? no oh, but I think I that. had it in my Audible thing to listen to on the plane. She's exposing you to a lot of people. We love you. You, we don't trust, but we will be united with all the good guys. We will find out. Thanks. And Tori is a wonderful teacher to me and, and helped me, help me. Ever been waterboarded? Have you ever tried? Have you ever seen how waterboarding mm -hmm. works? I have too. It's not fun. 
Oh, funny someone said that because the particular thing I just described, someone had to undergo waterboarding with kerosene. Believe it or not, there was a, pr a oh. prisoner in a federal prison who two federal agents showed up and they waterboarded. They went to, they said they were going to talk to him. They took him in their room. They waterboarded him with kerosene and his prison record, which I've seen, shows chemical burns and the esophagus and lungs and stuff is in his prison records. The warden saved them. The warden saved, figured out that these guys were killing anyone, and they say he saved his own prisoner from these ties. Yeah, well, it's a private company. He would have been held responsible for allowing them. No, this was too. a federal prison. Oh, shit. However, so, uh, but I, and the person withstood it, and that's, I'm not going to tell me who, well, anyway, but uh, some of the material I have comes from people related to that. I didn't know you could put cigarettes in a freezer. Well, I did, actually. We used to do that, and in sand dunes. Um, diesel so shortages, listen, diesel shortages will come and with diesel shortages comes food shortages because yeah. the average American's eating food that gets trucked 1500 miles and the trucks run on diesel. Well, I'm happy that they didn't go the infrastructure route and they went the whole inflation route because if they went the infrastructure route, we have the NABF in Kansas releasing a virus in that zone would decimate the United States in regards to food. If, in like hand zone? and foot, hand and foot disease and cows. Mm. They're studying it in the middle of fucking Kansas where they have cows. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? It's like you're asking for, for that. A nugget of good news. I can tell you that there's supposed to be in my inbox a draft of the of the bunker buster lawsuit our bunker buster lawsuit i don't know if it's there don't have my computer out but we've got a bunker buster lawsuit that's what we've been working on that it's there's a lot of people working on things yeah. i don't think people get it yeah you know and it's like you know I, and, and the conservative media has done a disservice to the people because you know what i noticed i noticed all these posers oh, like Listen to me and, huh? They're sissies. They won't have, they well, won't no, even, they're not, they, they won't they're even not, talk about 2,000 mules. But they're not, yeah, why not? Because they're sissies. Well, that's not just it. Even, no, not to be judgmental. No letters written. Yeah, from any not, not even, not, not even, yeah, but you know what I mean. Not even, uh, I'm not talking about the brick and mortar media. I'm talking about the podcasters that pretend they have viewership. They're sitting there and they're feeding people information like let me tell you i have secret information and i have friends that are telling me and it's like and they tell them shit that makes zero sense they're literally selling them hopium you know and it's like why is this happening and people are not reporting things correctly and accurately to inform the public but one thing i can tell you there's a lot of people that are working really really hard Tucker wants to steal 2,000 mules like he stole Millie Weaver's Psyop to steal. He didn't steal her. Who do you think wrote that? Millie Weaver? No. Why would she be on there uh, saying that? I don't know. I don't know who, who would say that? it. He didn't steal her Psyop to steal. He fucking put Ali Akbar there like he was a hero. I was just like, what the fuck is going she on did? here? No. Who Tucker did? did. Ali Akbar? I'm telling you, like, this is crazy stuff. Yeah, the Ali Akbar thing. He is. He's he's cooperating right now with the justice. I think, they got something I think he's on been him. cooperating from the beginning. Well, I think no, that guy's always been a no good guy. 
Listen, sometimes people But he know, sits here and tells people that Roger Stone had him, and Roger Stone's like, I have nothing to do with him. With Ali Akbar? Yeah. But he tells people Roger Yeah, uh, Yeah, on video. Like, everyone will tell you, guys, doesn't Ali Akbar say that he works with Roger Stone and stuff? Like, look, look everyone will say, answer yep, that. They go together. They go home together. Look, somebody, people think you and I are having a romantic. Oh, I should write a book. Oh. Um, Wait, is it? Is it going to our hump? Yep, yep. Alex Jones and Stone talked about Akbar today on InfoWars. Yep. What did, Alex Jones and who? And, and Stone, Stone talked talk about, about Akbar? What did they say? Akbar's always on Jones. Yeah, Alex Jones had him on the other day. Yep. See, they're saying I, that Stone, Stone, Stone and, Akbar. and Akbar work together. People will tell you that. Yep. I've not been to Antarctica. Al uh, Akbar. Yeah, he does. He says it all the time. He does. His Telegram lives EMP are going to be. EMP would take out cell phones, yeah. yes. EMP gets measured in, like, it'll put 20,000 volts per meter of wire. So all the final electronics of a cell See, phone. See, I know how the EMP is going to happen. You want me to tell you? Tell me. It's not going to be some weird technology. So we spent like decades in the Marshall Islands throwing nukes in the air and the water on the floor, right? Everywhere, just to see how it works. They have already, they already know the distance and the size of the nuclear weapon that they need to detonate in order to disable communications in specific radiuses. Yeah. That's basically what's going on. Here's what I found. It's about 30 Why to 60 is Siri miles? talking? Radius Command Cisco All came up. You know, sometimes when I meet people that are no good nicks, I think people have stone line. <laughs> I think people have a sense. Certain kinds of no good nicks have a sense that maybe I'm a no good nick as well, but I've sublimated it to good ends. And there are on occasions because of this stuff I explained that I did pursuing criminals on Wall Street, on um, that that I'm kind of used to being in a room and understanding there's a few predators in the room and you kind of have to become a predator and you, f and you can start picking up on the other predators. It's kind of a strange thing. And I'm glad I'm not helping anyone do anything like that anymore and never will. But anyway, my well, point is sometimes, sometimes you people, work me. bad guys have a way of cloaking themselves when they understand that there's someone like you in the room. They have a way of cloaking themselves and they do something that's about, they don't avoid you because that would draw attention and they don't engage you too much because that would draw attention, but they put on this certain amount of cloaking and avoiding. And it is exactly what Ali Akbar did when I met him. He, when he was on the stage and he, he didn't want to avoid me because that would, he knew that would have looked suspicious, but it was just engaged enough. It was he, my antenna, Man, my spider sense. I really sense wish I could have talked quivering. to you that day on January 5th. Like I, you know, we didn't talk that day and I saw you and I was busy talking with George Papadopoulos. And then, you know, I was kind of cock blocked with all those other people there and I was busy. I really wish I was there. Say P and T are good teachers. I have an excellent BS. Tori should honeypot Patrick for the laptop. Yeah, yeah, maybe she. I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. I like XRP. the way your people think. Oh my god, yeah, that's, that's, that's a big start. Um, oh no. Oh my god. He is no, such I a creep. It. I'm such a creep. You're someone no. They're talking about Ali Akbar. Sociopathic behavior. Blah, 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 blah. EMP in the middle or anyone out there. Well, the e the book One Second After opens 
It's written by actually a CIA futurist. Uh, it was my understanding. And the, the book was meant to depict sort of their the thinking. Anyway, two EMPs go off about 30 miles or 60 miles up over the earth. And it knocks out all the power. If, if it would only take two or three, you could cover the whole United States if they were sort of 30, 40, 60 miles up. And it knocks out all the power in the United States. And then it's about how society breaks down over 30 days in ways. 30 you, days, faster than that. Well, by 30 days, it's Dunsky. It, because in three days, the cities start, the cities are out of food. And once they're out of food, there's only three days. They tip the yeah, then there's, then there's riots violence. And violence. By two weeks, there's a complete breakdown of civil order within the cities. And then once that breaks down, there start being roving gangs within. And by, by the way, half of adults are walking around on medication that if they don't have, that if they don't have, they'll die. Six months they yeah. die, and there's only thirty days of medication in the supply chain. So and that'll that, be rated first in the cities. Right. That's where the looting will happen first. Drugs, insulin. So everybody yeah. on insulin yeah. will start dying in thirty days. Everybody, all these things will happen. And they have ripple effects. And so it's a hell of a book to read. It's not for the gunfighting or something. It's a book to really understand how society will crumble one second after. Highly recommend it. Yeah, we had this happen with the looting after Hurricane Sandy, they said. I agree. Well, if only America that gets hit with an EMP, presumably we would shoot back. But, you know, there are ways of shooting missiles now out of cargo ships. And then the concern has been there are certain foreign opponents who've been caught rehearsing shooting missiles out of the hold of a cargo ship. So they can have a cargo ship approach the U.S. coast. Like it's just like a cargo ship and a, a whole door opens. And there's even medium range missiles that are. Yeah, Middle no, East the nukes are going to be have. what they're going to use. They're going to say Russia dropped it. Well, you can have they're going to say Russia did it when it's going to be. Do you see what I'm trying to say? They're going to say Russia did it. And this is how they set it off. And then they bring the UN to call the chaos after the purge happens and it's game over. That's, that's how they, that's how, that's an idea. You know, I really wish they used the alien card though. That shit would have been more fun. Cause then at least, I mean, we don't what even do have a lot aliens? of bad aliens. What do you think of the aliens that are being seen? Uh, I mean, we're already here, right? Where? Yeah. Why not? I could be an alien. I could be an alien. I didn't know I'm out. Actually, a parallel bundle of tubes, dude. Yeah, you're an idiot. My laughter? I think I have a bad laugh. You know that I never really laughed out loud until like 2015? What? <clears throat> like actually hearty laughed. I really? think my first hearty laugh was in 2015. I can't imagine you not being yeah. boisterous. Uh, I wasn't. Remember what my job was. That's why I'm so mouthy now. I, say, I had a I lifetime could... of keeping my mouth shut. She's sexy. She's smart. Yeah, I have no belly button. It's a fake one. <laughs> yeah, I did see that. She has no belly button. She it's showed me one. her shirt. It's a plastic surgery one. Because it would look from? weird in a bikini, wouldn't it? Oh, I don't have a belly button. I don't know. Just different. She showed me. She lifted her shirt once in a restaurant and showed me her belly button. CCP and the Caribbean, Pat. I, why are there blue water fleet went there in April 20 under Trump? We never had any deep water assets there before. I've been noticing the CCP <laughs> making inroads all through. Yeah, no, not a dummy duck. <coughs> not a dummy duck. Niobium. What's niobium? 
Niobium is a superconductor metal. They put it into um, steel, uh, you know, to make it harder. Mm -hmm. But it is a the replacement. It's a rare earth mineral that could replace whatever we use for batteries now. Hmm. Um, high jumped. Perform natural. No code. Okay. Natural. Niobium is on sale. Niobium chewing gum. Niobium is actually a really cool element. And it's going to go up. And the only one is in Nebraska that they have that they that Kodak. Why does Trump keep saying the best is yet to come? Well, I will tell you, I was over at Mar-a-Lago on last Wednesday for the opening of well, I was in Tennessee Mules. getting my ass kicked. Yes. And, yes. And yeah. I have to say, your friend Donald Trump has lost about 50 pounds. We weren't close enough to shake hands, but we saw each other in a, in a room not much bigger than this. And we and he said, uh, I just had time to say, sir, where's the rest of you? Yeah. And he looked kind of surprised. I said, you, sir, you've been thinking you've lost about 50 pounds since I saw you. And he opened up his jacket and showed me. He looks great. He looks great. Yeah, he, he, he really does. He looks he looks 10 years younger. He looks happy. He looks happy. He's got a flat stomach. He's looked like he's lost 50 pounds or more. He's not stressed out. Anymore. Yeah, he's happy, smiling. Well, now he knows he can eat his food and no one's poisoning him, probably. Yeah. That's because they didn't get rid of the Iranian florist at the White House who's helping with the wiretaps, but that's another story. Slimmer Dancer. Coming to Ohio. Got to talk strategy with you guys. When are you going to Ohio? He said, talk strategy. Prince, golfer Trump is still Pompeo. He was using mediocre, you know, that, that spam stuff, the drug that they're selling, that that's what Trump is using. That's how he lost weight. What is it called? Mediocre. I see that stuff in my Telegram channel all the time. Medicor? It drives me. Yeah, that one, Medicor. Why? I call it mediocre, yeah. Was there a lit cigarette? <laughs> button? Trump's... Do you think an invent... You think like an invent... You can't fathom the period of the gates could influence so much more than what you can imagine. Makes you endearing, but it's, well, look, I just want more evidence before I believe somebody I know to be one type of guy is really allegedly trying to wipe out 90% of humanity. So I just need more evidence. However, I'm open to a lot of the things that are being believed here. I certainly believe the vaccines are a crime against humanity. I remember the violation of the 47 Nuremberg Code. I think that for a small part of the population with two, three, four, comorbidities, maybe they could take them, but for a lot of the population, especially the children, it doesn't make any sense at all. I haven't taken any. Um, I haven't taken and I will not take one. I think that they, uh, and I think there's tremendous risks with these vaccines that have not been disclosed. And I also think any woman, you know, it's turning out the F, the Pfizer people knew with 90% confidence that if you were under 20 weeks pregnant and you took the vaccine, you would lose your child. But they played. They upon, have done that. They, they did are. That. They're they knew that. Babies. They took a whole bunch of, they played some games and how they reported the data. So it was to hide that, but they knew it. That means if you were under 20 weeks pregnant and took the vaccine, and lost your baby, you should be suing for 10 million bucks because that... Because they knew they, they knew were going to do it. They knew that was going to kill your baby. They know that the flu shot is dangerous when you're pregnant, let alone the COVID shot. So that's, you know, I don't know why we take flu shots. Anyway, how do you sleep with all that, you know, you don't sleep well. 
Oh. You know, how about all the stillbirths that happened from parents, from moms that were pregnant and took the shot? They had stillbirths. That's I the craziest this. one. I use well. That's what I'm talking about. Those no stillbirth, where they carry it for nine months and they give birth to a dead baby, like that is even worse than the miscarriage before. I've I've miscarried children before. It's devastating, right? But I used the expression be, "spontaneous abortion" a couple of days ago, and a journalist got all offended. Is that an inappropriate word? Mm-hmm. A spontaneous abortion? Well, no, I don't think so. Should have seen them get this journalist get all bent out of shape about it. It, it, well, no, it's not. A, it's it's not. It's not. The last time I had a miscarriage, I was at 22 weeks, and I was in Louisiana for a conference when it happened. So, you know, um, no one is in jail. Babies being born with black pupils. Don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Um, ooh, what did I want to ask you about before we go? I'm trying to think. So, shoot, what was the topic that I wanted to ask you about? Lindell didn't believe it today. Brandon had to show him that was interesting. What? Lindell didn't believe what? Did not believe something. You can't make it stop, can you? No. Spontaneous. What did he say? Something happened today with Lindell. What did they post? How come you can't stop this? Easy. Can I scroll up like this? No, Patrick. It means the same as a miscarriage. That is one is one more polite than another miscarriage versus spontaneous abortion. I, I don't know. I would see it as the same thing. Technically, so it's considered about- a, con- uh, uh, a spontaneous abortion. Well, this this these. I was with a group of lefty journalists. I won't say from the location. They, and they, uh, I referred to that, and they seemed to act like that was inappropriate. Yeah, no, do, the the actual medical term is spontaneous abortion. This is the worst chat. They don't like me. Oh well, Who? you guys can you can roll it back. What? Yeah, we are beat. We had a long day. Yeah, we do. Um, big announcement. Peta and Fauci. Peta. The people for the, the eating of tasty pita. People for the eating of tasty animals. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm actually close to vegetarian these days. I, I'm really getting hard on. Yeah, you didn't want to eat octopus because you think that they dream and stuff. Yeah, I've but really. But so does octopi. everything dream. Yeah, I think octopi are special. Cephalopods in general, I think, are. Uh, I'm I'm not sure they're not an alien species that have just are just holding over here. You know what's going to be remarkable? You know what when you I'm go, not time travel, when, but I can, when I, you go home, telepath. when you go home, I want you to go to YouTube and you're going to find Bonnie Doctor Bonnie Bassler from John Hopkins. She was um, she wrote the paper and she's the mother of founding the language of bacteria talking. You know how she found it by these cephalopods that coexist with bacteria. And what the bacteria do is they come in their belly because they're so far in the deep where it's dark. Mm -hmm. And then they know just by communicating with these molecules, that's how bacteria talk with quorum sensing. Mm -hmm. And then they glow together. So the belly of the cephalopod glows, not because it lights it up, but because the bacteria come together to light the way and they live symbiotically in the cephalopod while giving it light. How do they know that the cephalopod Pod wants it to light They up. don't. It's just like where they sit. It's kind of like parasites, right? Uh-huh. It's like a parasite. You should watch it. It's really cool. You know what? For example, you can find on YouTube these clips of like some tourists are walking along the beach by the Red Sea. They see a, a octopus up or squid up on the shore. They drop it back in the water. 
And then a few days later, they walk back, and that octopus specifically comes up to them, specifically comes up to them in a crowd of people, and starts doing this and like to thank them and stuff. It's crazy. Really, you can give them quite, you can give them problems to solve. I mean, the animal, the subject of animal psychology, where they measure IQ and decision making ability and, and problem solving ability of uh, animals, is amazing. Not so, octopi. No, no, you'd be yeah. surprised how smart what? they are. They can do complicated. Well, things. I can tell you, there was the first time I went fishing when I was a kid. I went with my grandfather in Greece, and I was sitting by the dock, and I threw the line, and I got an octopus, and I was pulling and pulling, and I was like, "Forget it, I'm just going to dive down there, right?" Because I used to dive a lot and collect sea urchin cells and shit like that. And it was a damn octopus, and I was fighting it to get it off the rock so I could get my hook back. Mm. I was so dumb. Octopi are stupid smart. Closest to a mortal animal as well. Um, am I familiar with Sheen, as in Martin or Charlie? Oh, well. Tori was a spy. I used to measure, yes, I, I used to mingle with politicians in Utah no more. And the one that I did mingle with the most, a Senator Orrin Hatch, died. I was uh, Senator Hatch died a couple weeks ago, and he was a great, great friend. He did? I was actually reading something about him. He was a very special man. He was the one I identified him in December as having played a special role in my life. Um, I'm going to tell something about... I don't remember. You got interrupted. Did I interrupt you? I'm sorry. I don't remember. What was I saying? I know I wanted a crypto market. Have you seen what is going on with the crypto market? Bitcoin has tanked. Everything has tanked. Luna was attacked yesterday. It just went berserk the day before yesterday. It's just insane. It's tank, 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 tank. And now they're using Bitcoin to reboot Luna to bring it back to where it was. And then I'm thinking, why this sudden attack? Well, like we've got inflation in the dollar, and then not, this is it's turning out people are not counting on crypto as a flight from the dollar. They're thinking that to make it crack down on. I don't just know. Like other, just like authoritarian countries are cracking down. I am exhausted. This yeah, point. let's go. Let's go, you guys. Okay, let's let's let's. I was actually going to show them a video on conspiracy theorists and how they're on DHS lists but i can do that tomorrow we'll do that tomorrow i'm yeah. gonna go home yeah me too you have to let me out or else i'm stuck let me find yeah. the the song let's see this one you ever heard his stuff he's so good who is it jimmy levy yeah no listen to this one good night guys good night God bless America. Yeah, always. Be peaceful, be peaceful, be peaceful. And be kind. We've lived in a life ever since the falling yellow bottle. Decent, sit-tized, everything we knew about our problems. And now we're all roaming the land. Saying now did this big lie start. It's time to put our faith in Him Cause it's gone too far
Oh, I believe he died for me And for everyone Anything can be achieved When you count on God Who's gonna take the lead By putting their life on line Who's gonna show the children What is wrong and what is right Who's gonna take the lead by putting their life on the line Who's gonna show the children What is wrong and what is right The blood of Christ Washes every sin by the minute The sheep are blind All because their mind is a prison And now they're all roaming the land Saying, how did this big lie start? It's time they put their faith in Him Cause it's gone too far Oh, I believe He died for me And for everyone Anything can be achieved When you count on God Who's gonna take the lead? By putting a life on life Who's gonna show the children What is wrong and what is right Who's gonna take the lead By putting a life on life Who's gonna show the children What is wrong and what is right